So there's a couple of theories out couple there jumbling around in the orbit of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what are the theories jumbling around? He's one of the theories. Right. So he's living in a shack down by the river. <laughs> and I can't believe it. It's just so silly. And it's also sad if it's true. Anybody that comes up to my house is getting shot in the head. That's the ultimate That's form of grooming. Of every comic in Brooklyn. It's becoming a dad. <laughs> Who stuffs your tummy full of pasta? <laughs> the Capone. You, mommy. You, mommy. <laughs> we gotta cut it. We gotta cut it. Welcome, everybody, to Overshadow, the only podcast about the siblings and spouses of famous people. This week, uh, well, last week, let's recap last week a little bit. We covered the, because this is our first two-parter. Yeah. This is going to be part one, part two. I think it might be a new method to the pod. Could be a new method. I'm on meth. Last week, we covered the brief life of uh, Salvatore, short for Frank, <laughs> long for Frank Capone, gunned down in the street by plain clothing cops who uh, had pulled up to stop the Southside gang from meddling in the Cicero elections and pistol whipping any more Dems. This week, we're going to cover another brother of Al Capone, good guy, weird guy, Richard James Two-Gun Hart, uh, who, like his brother Al, also benefited from Prohibition, but on the opposite side of the law, running away from home and ultimately becoming a Prohibition enforcement officer in Homer, Nebraska. And enforce it, he did, with an iron slap. This dude used to slap the shit out of criminals. If you were a bootlegger, he would clomp, clomp up to your house dressed like a literal cowboy, knock on your door, hello? You're like, what the fuck is this? And then the C from the YMCA would open your door, pimp slap KO you, haul you off to jail. Take you to jail, not do any paperwork, so you'd be out by midnight. <laughs> yeah, this guy sucked at this his job. Just, uh, he just wanted to live life as a cowboy. And as you'll learn, and think about this when you're listening to the podcast, would you do what he have done? Because I think I would do it. I love and respect everything he did. I do, too. I think he I made too. an awesome choice. I think he's actually the one of the first straight, cis, white men that we've covered who we stamp of approval. Oh, the whole time. Whole time. I love everything he did. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. Uh, this guy saw a bunch of Wild West movies and decided, no, that's, gonna, that's how I'm going to live my life. Fuck New York. Fuck gangs. I'm hopping on a train, and I'm going to be a cowboy. And so... He has an insane life, like truly one of the craziest lives we've ever covered. I don't feel like we have to embellish any of it. No. Like when I was researching, I didn't feel like I had to grasp, like what the f what's the meat of this story? There's a lot of meat on this bone. So we're going to get into uh, Richard James, Hart Capone. Hart Capone. Mars Capone. Capone. Mars nice. Mars Italian cheese. Did you know that? It's actually it's a cheese. cheese. It's a very whipped cheese. I hate it. Very whipped cheese. Yeah. That cheese has been married a long time. <laughs> So that cheese cannot. It's like, well, Mars Capone's out. <laughs> Whoa, free Mars Capone. <laughs> so yeah, this week we're covering James Vincenzo Capone, who maybe I mean, the craziest Capone out of all of them. Yeah, he, he, the he took a dream, and by that I mean a series of a style of movies, and ran with it mm -hmm. for his whole life. He loved silent western films, and he decided, fuck the city, fuck gangs, fuck Italian hate. I'm going to the west. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just become a saloon busting cowboy. He might have been the first LARPer. You're right. He might have been the first live action cowboy. Yeah, live action role player. He I think he was. Yeah, he I think yeah. He was an Italian that became a real life prohibition cowboy and lived it out until the day he died, basically. He, he was a real rigatoni till the yeah. very end. Yeah. I don't know about that actually. He kind of uh Yeah, he he, he kinda changed. Yeah. <laughs> he kinda changed. He Stay didn't Stay tuned. Uh, he was born he was the only Scapone uh he was <laughs> the only, only Scapone. He was the only Scapone. <laughs> I hope that was that'd be better if that was their real last name. 
Al Scapone. Al Scapone, what do you want? Scapones are here. Come on down to Scapones and get yourself a nice Italian ice. These fucking Scapones. That's a a company that was already in existence. It's like that Shane Gillis sketch, the ISIS Toyota. Oh, yeah. We are not (laughs) affiliated. (laughs) He's like, one day we will eclipse the Scapone family and become the bigger Scapones. Papa, just change the last name. No, 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 no. We must. uh, It is. Do you have no sense of honor? (laughs) <laughs> My child. Uh, Richard James Tugun Hart, born James Vincenzo Capone, is born. He's the only Capone who was born in Italy on March uh, 28th, 1892. People think Capone was born. The Capone family uh, was from Naples. Wrong. Some say Sicily. Wrong. He's actually from Agri and Campania in the boot, which nobody cares about. That's not a fun fact. That's no. not. That's nothing. But that's what the truth is. So sometimes the truth's boring. Um, born Vincenzo. Went to Ellis Island. They're like, your name's James. I would love to be the guy, the woman, probably the guy, the agent at Ellis Island christening people with new names. He's like, Vincenzo. This huge line. Vincenzo. Vin. Chen. Vincenzo. He's like, Vincent. No, 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 no. Uh, James. You You know what I mean? like a James. My grandmother's name is Amakilada. Ooh. Amakilada. They gave her Tina. Tina. (laughs) You're Tina now, dummy. You're Tina. Amakilata? Yeah, her name is Amakilata Fiorenza. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I got all turned on. I had my first ever joke about my grandma was, uh, I live with my grandma. Her name is Amakilata. She goes by Tina, but her full name is Amakilata Fiorenza, which translates to lady who smokes when she cooks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's what I call white people. Amakilata now. That's a six years in joke. Amakilata, that's like immaculate. Mm -hmm. Amakilata Concepcion de Jesus Christ, uh, Mother Mary Holy... Nice. Yeah, that's her full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give a background on why people were leaving Italy at the time? Yeah, so a lot of people were leaving Italy and coming to America, especially when you think about Italy. You're like, oh, Italy's always depicted, of course, before we get into World War II and the damages and all blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Italy's always kind of depicted like rolling hills and wine and taking naps and enjoying life. But during this time, there was a huge rise in organized crime. So a lot of people were like, well, let's go to the land of opportunity America and chase our dreams. Very ironically, Americans were now hating Italians only because they were the new immigrants coming to America. Prejudice was always against blacks, but whoever was new right. in town. Classic. Yeah, that's uh, de facto. Yeah. Um, I know that guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, it goes by Kevin. <laughs> Then Italians would come over to America. They would take the hate over from the Irish, even though all the immigrant groups were hated. And the only chance for them to really rise up was to get into organized crime. So the Italians during this time really had (laughs) no choice but to get into organized crime if they wanted to make it big. Right. That was like you could get a job like their parents, like a barber or whatever. But you're going to live in the cutting hair. Yeah. You're going to get there and they're going to be like, what you pepperoni steppers doing in this neighborhood? (laughs) Pepperoni steppers. Yeah. What you salami hawkers doing in this part of town? What's your what I'm just so scared of Italians. I have Italianophobia. Uh, uh, prosciutto gobblers. Yeah, no, I don't have any good ones. You're Italian. I feel like it's just it's like saying the N word for me. You know, I can't disparage. Yeah, you can't say it. Dude. I can't disparage the great Italians. That's why. That's why. Uh, you know, it used to be mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is ironic, though, that they were escaping, um, 
escaping organized crime and just like oh yeah no that's still the way you make it big in america yeah it's there's nothing's changed it's still it's like mac robinson they're like oh it's racist here too it's racist yeah. everywhere if, if in order to be a rich italian you got to wear a suit and break people's kneecaps yeah that's global that's an international that's, language of pain. that's how the world sees you yeah <laughs> sorry buddy he's a criminal a square is a square yeah an italian is a mobster he, he was the only scapone who <laughs> lived in so they moved to the navy yard which was like a in like a tenement building very rundown for the entirety of his childhood and he lived his entire new york life in the navy yard so like in a slum super basically. shitty like like it smells like fish and crap yeah. literally like all yeah. the time poop all you gotta remember this in new york it still smells everywhere. yeah now yeah. now yeah that's true. then he's like i'm gone this is too much I can't do this, which good instincts, well, you know? Yeah, at this time when he was a kid growing up, this is when he starts to get fascinated with the... Si I mean, the movies at the time were the Western movies. Mm -hmm. This kid's growing up. He's hating his life. He's hated by everybody else. He knows that there's only one way out, and it's the organized crime. And he probably gets fascinated with the move. The biggest movie star at the time was William S. Hart, right. who was a cowboy. Yeah. So I think it was very easy to use escapism and to get kind of tangled up and be like this is the life i want to live like i was thinking like if yeah, transformers so like were out then he'd just be like oh i'm gonna go be a decepticon whatever it is i'm yeah. gonna go and fucking do it yeah yeah, yeah. so he would uh, thank god animation hadn't had yeah. made its way to real life or else he'd be trying to be jenny the teenage robot come out as a gundam yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just hacks off his own arms this is how i escape this italian hate replace all my body parts with guns i'm gonna go be an avatar <laughs> Go jump into the ocean. He's painting. Yeah, he's like painting things on his yeah. arms. Like this will make me control the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's Aang. yeah. <laughs> he shaves his head. An arrow on it. Maybe that's what Britney was trying to do. Just become an Airbender. Has anyone looked into that? Remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. In her dressing room, she's meditating. You're like, there's no orb showing up under you. Yeah. He's like, trust me, trust me. It's gonna be an air orb. It's I'm Aang, bitch. I'm Aang, um, <laughs> bitch. So it's Aang, bitch. So uh, one thing he would do, I think, to emulate the cowboy lifestyles, he would go to Staten Island and there were some horses, some ponies oh, yeah. that were used to transport ice blocks across town, which is funny because I know they probably use like a wagon and like put the ice in the wagon. <laughs> but I like to picture just horses dragging big ice on the I ground. I did too. Just the dirtiest ice. Yeah. That's, like by the that's time it got to where they yeah, just small shitty and they're like, huh? I guess. And the horse is like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. People are slipping in its trail. <laughs> He's like a snail. It's a horse snail. So uh, James would take Al to Staten Island, yeah. and somehow they could ride these horses? I don't know how they would ride them. Unsupervised, unguarded horses? What would you do? Show up. You want anybody to ride that ice cube into town? Yeah, is this like a, one of those like automated factories where it's like all the machines are just like, you know, no supervision? Yeah. All the arms are just like the horses are yeah, just yeah. moving the ice <laughs> like they know what to do. It's like, yeah, hey, just, just get on. on one, and it's like the very first carousel. Right, the <laughs> first, uh, what are those things called? Carousel. They're called carousels. Yeah, I wasn't wrong. I'm not saying you're wow, wrong. Wow, lack of confidence in a co-host. So they're riding around on ice. They're riding around on horses. Apparently, it was one of Al's favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. Don't know. I wonder if he, when he got so rich, if he had a horse in his backyard that he just liked to ride around. Probably. They have a little block of ice attached to it for nostalgia's <laughs> sake. <laughs> There's shipments of just huge drugs and alcohol coming to his house and also an ice truck. Give me one block of ice. Yeah. Yeah. It's in his rider. Tied to my horse. And then, uh, yeah, I wonder if he had dreams of being a jockey. What I really want to be. I heard his real voice. It's very, it's like, uh, it's very high pitched. Yeah. He See? sounds like a little bitch. Yeah. 
Man. Like he's really like the penguin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that recording of his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little, yeah. It's like real voice parentheses, high quality. I came to Chicago with $40 in my pocket. My son is now 12. I'm still married and I love my wife dearly. We had to make a living. I was younger than I am now and thought I needed more. I didn't believe in prohibiting people from getting the things they wanted. I thought prohibition was an unjust law, and I still do. One day, James takes Al to the Staten Island Ferry. James gets on the ferry, and he's like, no, 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 Al. You stay. Yeah, you stay, baby. You stay. I'm going to ride these icy horses into the sunset. (laughs) Yeah, kind of uh, fucked up for Al. He's like, wait, I thought we were going to do my favorite thing on Sunday. And you're like, I'm never coming back? Yeah, (laughs) and I'm never going to see you again? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is crazy. Well, now you have an eight-year-old. Al's eight years old, and now you're just <laughs> leaving just him, him in Staten the... Island, which is... How did no, he, get... he didn't leave him in Staten Island. Oh, he it didn't... was just the ferry. The ferry. You're right. But he did leave... Well, actually, that was pretty close, because the Navy Yard is right there. Where do they live? I've seen some of those. Have you been on the ferry? Yeah. Because you walk to the... You've been to, the, like, the Sunset Park Not stop. the Sunset Park Oh, yeah, you would get up way... Yeah. Way sooner. Uh, I've gone on the ferry in Manhattan, and I've gone on the ferry in Brooklyn near Williamsburg. Okay. Okay. So there's one in Sunset Park, and it's like abandoned buildings. It looks like old factories, but maybe that's where like people used to live. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's Weird. spooky. It looks like the I Am Legend buildings. Ooh. Like you throw a flashlight in there, there's just like hundreds of people panting. Yeah. Like <laughs> waiting for a dog to <laughs> run around in there <laughs> so they can eat it. But that's crazy. That's like a cinematic movie ending. Like he's already living his life like a movie. Yeah. Already, and that's just that's how start. Lord of the Rings ends. Spoiler alert. But Frodo's like. No, Sam, I must go my own way. And Gandalf's And then like, he leaves on a ferry? I've got to go fuck this boy. Or whatever. Yeah, and they sail off with the elves. He leaves with the elves. Oh, he does sail? He sails. Whoa. Yeah. So James leaves on a boat, leaving his poor little eight-year-old brother horseless. And <laughs> just so and cubeless, most of all. Horseless. Al, I read somewhere that Al really just loves shapes. <laughs> he loves Cold shapes. <laughs> Cold, transparent cubes. If he had a if favorite he, thing, if he Earth. had a steady supply of cold, <laughs> cold shapes, he would never. Have yeah, turned to you should have seen his igloo. This guy. Yeah. Um, so I call them glue. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, James leaving to pursue his life of being a, a Western boy devastates his whole family because Western boy. Western boy, <laughs> I'm a Western boy. Yeah, I, those guys are fucked now. The you worst. never hear about any of them. Yeah, I mean, I hope they would and died in their mom's bed. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really don't want them to be around here. So what this does to Al is maybe... Why we're talking about this is what this does to Al may have already kind of jettisoned him into a life of crime because James leaves the family. He's the eldest son. And then the eldest son is supposed to be the man of the house besides the dad. He leaves. Al has two other older brothers that are maybe next up to be the men of the house, but they're in and out of trouble with the law. They're getting into organized crime. And then... The dad dies. Yeah. So now it's selfish. Al. It's only Al. Very selfish of the dad. I mean, what a dickhead mm-hmm. to die like that. He has to take care of the family. And Al gets to the point where, like, he has a wife. He must have gotten married very young. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents got married at, like, 19. I, I think he probably did. But he had, like, a kid on the way. Yeah. Like, Al's starting to become a man. And then his dad dies, so he's like, I, I can't even take care of my family, yeah. let alone like my dad's family, which yeah. is me and, and my mom and my brothers and sisters and stuff. So he's like, I can't get a job, you know, slinging pizzas, yeah, or uh, you yeah. know, shitting out olives. I gotta, 
<laughs> I got I got to hook up with the five points. Yeah, he kind of gave him no other. Maybe Al would have gotten into the organized crime regardless because the whole family is kind of pulled towards that. But I think James leaving really solidified that within Al. Yeah. So here's some theories as to why James Vincenzo Scapone James left Vincenzo. town. First of all, it's left no his this. little brother horseless and cubes cubeless. <laughs> he left to join the circus. That's the definite. Did, wh- uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean he just left? How did he learn of the circus? Were they in town? Did they go to Coney Island or some shit? They may have gone to Coney Island, but he left on the schedule of the circus. Like the oh. day he left was no coincidence. Okay. He left on the day that the circus <laughs> was leaving. Like a detective. It was no coinky dink. Yeah, he's got a he magnifying glass. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like the circus is also gone. Why do they print these schedules so small? <laughs> it's a fucking poster. <laughs> what is uh is paper cheap? <laughs> paper expensive? <laughs> you mean? Paper expensive. <laughs> well, that makes more sense than it's paper cheap. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do it. Who's the real scatard? Scatard. <laughs> I didn't know Scud of things is oh Scud's Crystal Lee already did that. With skewt. 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 Skit. Skitard. I do not. I do not. I abide by Delia's actions. Bye. I don't care if you have a baby. You're still a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a pedophile. You're just screwed. That's the ultimate That's form of grooming. Of every comic in Brooklyn is becoming a dad. <laughs> that is the ultimate. That's that's You're stage four groomer. <laughs> You're just forcing somebody to love you. Yeah. Who has no toy. Dressing them how they don't want to be dressed. <laughs> Feeding them. Feeding them. Clothing them. They either love you or they die. Leave is them out. You should leave your kid until they outside. Until they are ready to come in, and and they may not come in, and that is their right. I don't know. What are you Giannis Papas? Yeah, I'm being Giannis Papas. I, yeah, I mean, it just became Giannis Papas. <laughs> so tell me why this fucking guy left, huh? So there's a couple of theories out couple there. Jumble around in the old bit of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what are the theories jumbling around? This is one of the theories. Why James Scopone left down? All right. Okay, I don't know who I'm coming here. Number one. You're bouncing a lot. Is he? <laughs> Let me tell you. I mean, you you got dimples growing all over you. You look like a fucking basketball. <laughs> you bounce so oh, much. Wow. Never heard of a basketball dimples. Okay. Well, you never made one smile. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Very nice. I feel like that's what you tell somebody Go ahead. when they take their dick out of your mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Like good head? No, like go ahead. Oh, like because go. Because you stopped giving me head. Right. Sure. Sure. Scratch that. Great. Here are the theories why people think that he left town. Yeah. Is that he killed somebody. Probably not. I just don't think he was. He was also a young. He was 16. Mm. You think he killed somebody and had to skip town? The, New York is a lawless place. Right. Nobody's looking for a Scapone right now. Right. There's the rise of organized crime. Scapones, I got 50. Throwing dough at people? They're yeah. monsters. They're and if he killed anybody, they were in the neighborhoods with all the other immigrants that everybody else hated. So everybody else would have saw him as more of a hero if he did kill somebody. Right. So he definitely, unless... A whole sorting sort itself out situation. Yeah, everything works its way right. out. Right. And then, I, but unless this is what, maybe he knew what day the circus was leaving and he really did hate somebody. And then he killed somebody the day of. Oh, like sure. he got rid of somebody. A true planner. Very type A. Yeah, which we'll come to figure out that's not who he is. Not what happened. He's at all. not a planner. Uh so give me all right, go ahead. Option number the two. The second theory the two of the is tree. that 
Uh, prejudice. There was prejudice against the Italians. There was New York was no place for a salami gobbler like Frank to go <laughs> ahead, unless he was. <laughs> it's not. It's not Frank. It's James. Oh Frank! Did he? Oh, oh fuck! Frank. Put, oh, fuck! You put Frank instead of James. I did. Sorry, it's so hard. I mean, Frank James was another guy we covered. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, okay, so theory number that, two that does not leave room for such okay, sloppiness. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and repeat it. In our outline. I'm keeping theory that number all in. Shit, shit, shit. Um, is prejudice? Uh, we'll keep in that. I'm also repeating it. Is uh, <laughs> 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 fuck, man. I'm going to get home at 3 in the morning. <laughs> Look, no, you're not. Oh, thanks. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm sleeping in here on the tilted bed. Your bed's in italics. Anyway, <laughs> you like the... <laughs> you have the most italic bed I've ever seen in my life. The bed frame's broken. Oh. Yeah. I know it's broken. Yeah. Um, I'm telling the listeners. That's a very Zach bed frame. I don't yeah. want to look. I don't want to... It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay, so theory number two is that there's prejudice against Italians at the time. New York was no place for a salami gobbler like James to get ahead unless he was getting into a gang, and he didn't want to be a part of a gang. No. He wanted to be like his hero, William S. Hart, who was a cowboy, and New York is no place for cowboys at this time. <laughs> right. So Actually, there's no place for cowboys, hardly. Wyoming, Montana? It's I like mean, two places you could be a cowboy. You're right. You're Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, of the, yeah. Of the 50 states. Yeah, of the 50 You can go to two of them, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And they'll still ke- they'll still accept you. And then my favorite one is there was a dispute with his father. Which look, I'm an Italian. There's always a dispute with the father. <laughs> there's always a dispute. It's mostly with the mother. For right. me, it was my mother. My father's not Italian. He's from California. He's adopted, so we don't really know his lineage. <laughs> I claim Italian, but uh, yeah, I don't care what the rest of me is. Um, the but there was a dispute with the father that he was playing his violin too loud, and the dad chased him out of the house. <laughs> Which, no son of mine, it's gonna be stroking the devil's fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like no, 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 Vincenzo, you go down to there and the murder the Irish kid from the Eastman gang. We got tied up in the basement. Don't play, don't play no fucking. <laughs> no, no, it's Beethoven's fifth. All right, you're on my last nerve. How about that? I didn't even know he played violin until this theory came out and was debunked. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, this is the only time you ever hear about them playing an Some instrument. Some violin manufacturer trying to spice yeah. things up. He's like, well, maybe he was playing Your one of my famous cool. violins. <laughs> One of Jim Bob's famous uh, violins. They're really making the rounds. You guys heard about these things? I played the violin. Did you? I, I played the viola. Oh. It it's like a violin, but nobody cares. Yeah, it's weird because the viola kind of sounds cooler. Yeah, it's more, it's bo- It's like a thicker. Yeah, it's more full. Yeah, body. it's got some cake. Yeah. <laughs> got some cake to her. I, uh, yeah, I played the violin for one year before I switched to alto sax. Oh. Alto, what is that? It's just like the, I don't know. It's, I think it's the sound, but it's the most basic sax. Is it alto or alto? It could be. Balto. Balto sax. Bal- That's the sax that saves everybody from a snow. <laughs> from an avalanche. Yeah. So this kid, whether it was the violin, whether it was murder, or whether it was just trying to live like a movie star. Actually, not a movie star. He's trying to live like the life that was being portrayed in the movies. Um, he's on the road. He's a traveling vagabond. James Vincenzo Scapone joins the circus. And the circus company that he worked for was called the 101 Wild West Show, which sounds like the show at the end of an eight-week improv class. The 101 Wild West Show. We've been working on our quick draws and scene. Pow! You're dead, Mexican. He's like, I'm not... <laughs> Shit, I gotta do a Mexican accent. I'm not dead because guns don't work in space. And the friends and family are like, so good. Very Wild West. Very, <laughs> very Wild West. 
It feels like that. They and they go out to dinner afterwards. No, I loved it when you were like, you you were in space. Can I say this? Can I say this? Tony? Tony was not even trying. He was kind of just there. I didn't really like Tony. Yeah. Um, I know you say he's your friend, but I feel like you could do a lot better without him. <laughs> Uh yeah, so they're in the circus, which w- is an option back then. It was yeah. like literally, it literally felt like going to work at McDonald's to me. It's like, well, you can always join the circus. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you gotta flip midgets. Yeah. You know, somebody's, somebody's gotta, gotta, gotta flip these it. midgets. Somebody's gotta <laughs> shave the hairy lady's face. <laughs> yeah. Come on, collect them. Yeah, sell them on the road. Who's you ever think that was going on? Like kind of pre like OnlyFans, you know, like bags of bearded lady hair. Oh yeah, <laughs> some pervs. You said that like you would buy it. Yeah. No. Oh a yeah. Lady beard? No, I don't need. a lady You don't think beard. so? I you like a hairy lady though. I always say this. You can tell the first. <laughs> you can tell. I can always tell them at I've crossed over from Queens to Brooklyn when I'm wa- transferring trains and I see calf hair on the ladies. Oh, yeah. Just in case you ever get lost, if the first sign of calf hair, you go, <laughs> you go, I'm at least a Metropolitan Avenue because there is calf hair everywhere, dude. I'm a woman at Metropolitan Avenue. I'll tell you that. Every time That's I take the G to the L, there's a lot there's of there's so a lot, much there's a lot of debate on where Queens starts and Brooklyn ends. And it's, it's, it's at the, the leg hair. hair. It's yeah. at the leg. That's so funny. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very Brooklyn's true. Brooklyn's welcome to Bedsty sign. Yeah, it's kind of a sliding boundary, but yeah, they're, no, yeah, they're they're making inroads. Yeah, <laughs> to are. tell you one day and ingrowns. One day everywhere is going <laughs> to be Brooklyn. <laughs> one day Queens, all of Queens is going to be Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I'll tell you that. <laughs> really, this Cabruna has some hairy legs. She looks she like she's a good gamer. She's a gamer. Yeah, she's a streamer. I love Bruna. So yeah, you could always join the circus. That was always an, uh, they're always accepting applications. Like go down to the circus. They need some. You're probably working you know? with weird like people who just yeah. You got to grease the big guy's mustache. Well, because this guy is joining the circus to live out his dreams, but there's probably just people there without arms who like can't do anything else in society, and like people on you know that are a little too redundant. And then yeah, yeah, a little redundant. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, what he said. Little, they're strong men. How do you strong men? We know what they mean. (laughs) Strong men. (laughs) Okay. So he's you know picking up tiger shit, trying to teach the elephants to fly. He's (laughs) he's he's doing all this. Whispering compliments in there. (laughs) Believe. You just gotta believe. You just have to believe. Uh, what would you do in the circus? That's my question. (laughs) No, we're not. Said that very natural. (laughs) Thank you. What would you do in the circus? I I said said it like I wrote it in all caps. Uh, he was uh, well. Hold on, before we get to that, he was uh. So stop trying to derail us. He was a prop master and specifically worked with the guns. Yes, this is where his love for guns came into play because oh, yeah. he, it later became a sharpshooter. So this is where I think he had a lot of fun. He was probably just shooting guns for fun and yeah, getting good at it. Between probably impressing the bearded lady and getting a couple of trapeze artists. Oh, circus sex. Circus That's sex. That's some odd sex. Yeah, because you you think of like a sex swing. Is kind of like that's an artifact from the circus. Oh, really? I would think so. No, I, I mean not like an actual, but oh. you know what I mean. It's like no, you're right. Circusy, circus esque. Yeah, it is circusy. Yeah. Could you imagine if you're like swinging on a trapeze and then you just <laughs> right into a lady? <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Just and connect. like that's how you connect. That you would know? be awesome. I would That'd watch be that very show. Exhilarating. I would love a burlesque circus all naked fuck show. Wow. <laughs> that you're onto something, kid. If that were coming to town, you got I'd go dr- see that. <laughs> I throw peanuts at him. <laughs> <laughs> Try to plug it up before he can get in there. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> who? Bl- and then he dies. He falls to his death because he can't latch. <laughs> who? Who? Bl- stop blocking <laughs> the, with the peanuts, guys! It's really dangerous. 
Okay, stop the show. Stop the show. People could really get hurt out here. I got paid already. You want me to walk <laughs> off? They paid me a peanut there. So there's a lot of jobs. Look, there's a lot of jobs in the circus. <laughs> and I want to know, of all those jobs, what would you do? I'm going to give you some okay, options. Okay, let me see here. Give me some Sword options. swallower. Flame hoop jumper. Motorcycle in the cage. That elephant, was around then? No. Elephant, let me finish. Elephant rider. Elephant poop scooper. That's a different job. Trapeze, tightrope walker, strong man, freak. You could just be a general freak like Houdini. You know, people throwing raw meat at you. You're like, mas, mas. <laughs> Me amo progia. I think I would jump through flames. That'd be fun. Jumping yeah, through flames. What would you do? Be the, be, uh, the, uh, I would like to do trapeze. Would be cool. Ooh, I hate heights like that. Hopefully you don't get the twisties like Simone Biles. You know, because she lost her sense of up and down. What? That's what happens. To, uh, well, that's what can happen. <laughs> that's what I told. I was telling her. For I like said, Simone, for you gotta like get the week twi- at a time. Or it's something? like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a condition that gymnasts get where they lose their like, like their cat sense of like how to land on their feet. Whoa! Uh, it's called the twisties, and so it's like that's how people break their necks. Whoa! Because you you see Simone, she's like sixty feet in the air. Yeah. Not helping stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, jump a little. Jump, jump a little, a little yeah. less high, maybe into a pool if you want to help out the community. <laughs> He's doing odd jobs. He's doing circus stuff. Hold on. What would you be? You'd be a flame hoop jumper. I'd, I'd jump through some hoops. I'd be a trapeze guy, I think. You'd wear a unitard? Yeah. I got one on right now. Nice. Yeah. I'm ready to jump at a moment's notice. I will jump at any opportunity. I wonder how many trapeze people died before they're like, maybe we should put a net. <laughs> it's just like, seems like kind of all or nothing with these guys. <laughs> no, that's part of the trick. Does it have to be? I it's mean, kind of already impressive that they're jumping across yeah. long distances. Yeah, if you fall, you die. <laughs> That's the if you fall, you die trick. That's like why people come to the circus. <laughs> they want to see maybe die. I mean, that is what you kind of like secretly pray for in NASCAR. Yeah, well. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, right? we're all, you know, like Severus Snape just in the, in the stands <laughs> during Quidditch. Just chanting. I'm not sure when he joined the circus relative to World War One. There are conflicting accounts from historians on whether James actually served in World War One. Sorry, I'm burping now. Wow, oh, I thought you were getting teary-eyed. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay, well, you're trying too hard on that last. Okay. <sighs> Just trying to get it all out. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, he, James is working in the circus. And then, strangely, I think I know why, actually. There's conflicting accounts from historians on whether he actually served in World War I. Um I'm going to say the against, and then can you do the the four? Um, So it says on Wikipedia and many other sites like Wikimedia that he was removed. (laughs) What about Wikiskedia? (laughs) I didn't check. (laughs) No one had entered that as a website yet. Uh, That he was removed from the American Legion uh, of War Veterans uh, after people had contacted the Department of the Army and found no record of his service. I think this rumor wiggled its way into history because I think one of his corrupt supervisors was trying to take him down. Okay. Because he later went on to become a prohibition officer, and we'll get into all of this, but he progresses in his career as a prohibition officer and learns about a lot of corruption, a lot of officials, politicians, sheriffs being paid off to look the other way. Yeah. And two guns like, I don't play that shit. Y'all are going to jail. And they're like, fuck you, dude. I bet you never served in the army. Uh, You're a coward. You're a liar. And uh, this is an alcohol. So <laughs> you better get the hell out of my office, buddy, because I'm your supervisor currently. So that's my theory as to why there's historical accounts of him not being in the army, because why else would there be? You know what I mean? 
Like, it was weird. I thought for a long time until you corrected me that he never served in the army. But it's interesting that there's, like, weird historical accounts that differ. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of with all of these siblings. Not not all of them, but there's you go to research and find these things out, and there's bits and pieces where things are missing. But this guy, we, we listened to a podcast that had this author, Jeff MacArthur, who wrote a book, Two Gun Heart, Lawman, Cowboy, and Long Lost Brother to Al Capone, that was all about Hart's life and his legacy, he interviewed his whole family. I'm sure it's a very good book. It was a great podcast yeah, to I listen to because it, it was chock full of information. I never will. But he proved that James did serve in World War One by having pictures of him on the battlefields next to warplanes and also, and most convincingly, being decorated by the famous General Pershing himself. So if he, a lot of people think he's faking this and he made this up, but if he was faking, he would have had to get a lot. I mean, he maybe could have in the circus gotten people who looked <laughs> like maybe he was near some planes and they had a little green screen or something. He could fake a picture. There's an attraction. One guy's like, take a picture with General William Pershing. Yeah, I look just <laughs> like him. I saw a TikTok today of a guy who looks just like Ed Sheeran uh-huh. and he travels around the world convincing people and people come up to him and he signs cool autographs. life. Yeah, he gets to <laughs> sneak into music festivals and stuff. Oh, God. I kind of hate him, right? Yeah. You got to hate the guy. I don't kind of hate him. I hate people, I yeah. I fully have, in, yeah. have unlocked all my hate chakras But for he actually him. looks... Nine, it's like so much like him that there's no way you'll ever understand. All right, I like him. So it's like, I like him. If you look 99% like, uh, first of all, they're both ugly guys. That right. sucks. Yeah. Ed Sheeran is, thank That's God, he plays music. If you don't, if you look like Ed Sheeran and you're not talented, boy. Yeah. You got to hope. You can get just away let him with into the fest. You gotta just pretend to look like him. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's only true. That's a, <laughs> that's a fate worse than death. Yeah, um, he's looking like Ed Sheeran. But what happened is, this is the story that we think is the most accurate. Is yeah. James was in the circus. They're traveling around town. He's mm-hmm. figuring out who he is. He's living La Vida Loca. He's picking up elephant shit. He's shooting guns. He's fucking the bearded lady, yeah, coming yeah. in her beard, and then <laughs> they make. Oh, not in my beard. James. Oh, uh, it's like Again? an hour. It's like 10 minutes for showtime. Get some peanut butter. It's the only way to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you have peanut butter near your bed? <laughs> yeah, it is. Why is um, your cum so much like gum? <laughs> I'm going to gum. I'm going to gum. <laughs> I'm going to gum. It's so chewy. Go ahead. Very gamey cum. Very gamey. It's venison. <laughs> have you been eating ostrich? <laughs> um... Think about going down on a person back then when they didn't have any. Ooh, ooh. right off the organ trail, <laughs> oh just dusty God. and full of dysentery. I bet Ugh, going down on that organ trail. Yeah, yeah, man. I, what I wouldn't give to go back in time and go down on a lady. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's the first thing I would do. Man, I wouldn't may I go down on you. I wouldn't kill Hitler. I would. I would live a full life going down on. I bet a lot of ladies didn't get got down on. Got <laughs> da- you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Unless you were a man that really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Because men are it. all... I mean, there's sometimes I don't want to do it. Yeah? Yeah. That's fair. Well, okay. <laughs> we're not going to get into it. Yeah. But from what you've told me, it sounds like sometimes you're down there a while. Yeah, I'll And be then down, when it becomes be, a triathlon, I'll be down there for like do 15, 20. I want to do it, f- you know, until it's like seven minutes max. Yeah. And then let's move on. No, I'm down there for like 15, 20. Yeah. You're featuring down there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't get the, the light clay. until 18, too. Oh, my God. And by then, my tongue hurts. Yeah, you like your tongue, tongue hurts. Like, ah. it's so, it sucks when they're like about to, they're like and so you gotta close. Really and you're like, kick it into, ah. <laughs> 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 you're screaming into there. If, you're, if, if your vagina had eyes, you go, ah. 
<laughs> you're bleeding out of your eyes. It's not coming if, into your if, nose. And you're rubbing it in. If you're vagina- like a truffle pig. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to find that clit. If vaginas had ears, they'd be deaf. It's like those. Yeah, that kind of looks like an ear. It kind of does. You know when you? Uh, this is another Harry Potter ref. When you pull out the potted plant and it goes like, <laughs> that's me at the very when you're about to come. Is me just screaming underwater in the ocean. It's like somebody, it's like a the face I make when I'm eating a girl out is also the face I made when my bully gave me a swirly in the toilet. Just <laughs> 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 you underwater. Uh, okay, what we so, talking about the circus so now he's in the circus, they're bopping around the country, he's scooping, he's pooping, he's, tra- he's shooting his guns, he's in the trapeze, he's shacking up with the bearded lady, she has a miscarriage, and then they finally <laughs> get to Oklahoma City. Yeah. And uh, they stopped in Fort Grant. Which is in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. And apparently James gets detached from the circus and he joins the military. Of his own volition. He doesn't just get lost one night. And this is my... Goes back to the wrong tent. (laughs) They're like, guns? You like guns? Come here. Like a little fox. You like guns? Here, come pull this trigger. We got a big gun. We got a little twenty-two for you. Sweet little twenty-two. You like grenades? (laughs) (laughs) You like throwing things? Do you? We got big hats. And that's when his military career begins, as he just uh, ventures off into the woods and joins up with the mili- uh, joins up with the army. He's a big wanderer. Yeah, so James is in the military. Like he, he just fully is like, yeah, I mean, I'll join them. They can pay me, whatever. You want to see the world? Yeah, come on, kid, let's go. Uh, he ends up going on the punitive expedition, which is also called the Pancho Villa expedition, that uh, is ordered by Woodrow Wilson to capture this Mexican revolutionary who had overthrown the Mexican federal government and army, and r- also raided Columbus, New Mexico, stealing supplies, machine guns, ammunition, um, and killing and wounding like a dozen civilians and soldiers. So Woodrow Wilson's like, we're going into Mexico to get this some bitch. We're going to smoke them out. And that was basically their Bin Laden back then, uh-huh. this Pancho Villa. They're like, nice. we're going to go get him. And he was a revolutionary. So the Mexican government was like, yes, see, come in. Yes. It was interesting because they were going they were going into Mexico with Mexico's permission to root out this guy. Wow. So it wasn't like they're they're declaring war on Mexico. It's like, we just got we got to go get him. <laughs> so meanwhile, and also working out quite nicely for James, during the punitive expedition, the circus put together a little European tour. They're like, you know, we're going to go over to France. We're going to try a little bit of baguettes. We're going to go to Italy, see what all the hate's about, <laughs> check out the organized crime. Yep. See you, James. You missed out on us. We're going to be huge. This is the best circus anybody's ever seen. Way better than Joe Biden's circus. <laughs> I can't do his voice. It's going to be huge. Best circus. Turns out wrong time, wrong place. A lot like the People's Olympiad in Spain. Where they were going to have a non-racist, non-binary, progressive Olympiad, and then the Spanish Civil War broke out in the Mac Robin epi- uh, Mac Robinson episode. You can check that out. Uh, but yeah, the circus tried to tour in Europe, and then World War One broke out. Which I feel like they should have, if anybody in the circus knew how to read, they maybe would have saw the signs coming. War brewing. Yeah. World War One started in 1914. And they went over there like like the U.S. didn't enter it until 1917. We knew wars going on in Europe. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, we'll be fine. They're like, you know what they need? We got a strong man. Circuses. Yeah, they just <laughs> need to be happy. Yeah. So they, the circus is now over in Europe. And what happens to them is a lot of them get <laughs> killed. Bearded lady got shot in the face. Strong man probably was fine. They Beard probably can't save you now. Yeah, beard can't save you now. That's probably what they said right before she died. Yeah. And then they closed her little eyelids and chopped her beard off. Oh gave boy. her a little reverse scalp. Jeez. Uh, they probably... Uh, they, like, confiscated their they animals. They took the animals away. They go, hey, what's that Baron of Trike doing? We need him for the infantry. 
<laughs> What's that goat doing over there? So I guess we can circle back and be like, so James was actually kind of lucky. And then we, now we circle from the circus. Now we're back into James and he goes over to Europe. And then we got a three ring podcast going. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of circles here. Yeah, a lot of circles. Yeah, James got lucky because the circus was didn't check the war schedule. <laughs> yeah, so the, the circus basically gets uh, shafted by the war, by the front, the Western front. Is there any way we can set up a circus around here that isn't kind of a landmine? Uh, yeah, like in the middle of no man's land. <laughs> Is this where it starts? <laughs> Just the bearded lady with a white flag. <laughs> She's a really central character in our yeah, circus well, bits. Yeah, I mean, she's gotta be. She's gotta be. <laughs> gotta bring she's her. the bearded lady. Yeah, she is. She had such a horrible life. We gotta give her something. It is funny to be a lady who is hairy in general and she shaves and the, the one lady that's like, no, I'm gonna grow it out and join the circus. Yeah. It's like some Greek lady who <laughs> decided to stop shaving. I wonder what the ethnicity of the bearded lady was. Because you guys got some hairy people. Yeah, but maybe over in the Lebanese. Mediterranean. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I like a little further east. Yeah, I don't know if the Lebanese were in the. No, it could have been just an Italian or a Greek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a Brooklynite. But um, <laughs> <laughs> after the circus gets fucked by World War One, and then after World War One is over, well, you, also go ahead, yeah, what do you got? James James then goes to Europe and fights. In Europe, oh, he and does. Yeah, this is where he the European theater supposedly fights under Pershing, and then he gets decorated by Pershing. And this is what we think: is that Pershing loves Nebraska, James for some reason. For some reason, I don't think he's from there. I think he just loves Nebraska. And he's like, you gotta go to Nebraska. It's the tits. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you I think f- I think it was. He's like, oh, you want to live like a cowboy? Yeah, Nebraska's the place to do it. Yeah, I think James Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska. Add that to yeah. your list of where you can be a cowboy. It's closer three to states. you. It's near the east. Yeah, because I I think James probably whispered rumors to General Pershing. Oh, I'm like, whispering. look, I want to be a fucking crazy he's cowboy. Whispering into the elephant's ear. Whispering yeah. into the gunner. He's a whisperer. Yeah, he's the elephant whisperer. Uh huh. And then Pershing, yeah, was probably like, okay, if you want to be a fucking cowboy and live your life like William S. Hart. When you go to Nebraska, there's nothing going on. You can live whatever fucking kind of life you live. (laughs) They don't hate Italians there. They don't even know what Italians are. No, they do, actually. Oh, okay. They do. So when he moved to Nebraska, basically hopping off a train, he this is kind of a generous way to put it, but he reinvented himself, which is another way to say he changed his name and quickly after uh, his race. He just started going as like a Mexican Indian guy because no one had seen a guy with his feet. He had had dark skin, Uh like olive skin, like a like. You know those like Italian kids you were jealous of? It was like instant tan. That was me. Yeah, really. Of like oh, literally like so oh, tan. you should see how she gets. I mean, honestly, it's like she's like black in the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can get so tan. Well, it's August now, and uh, what do you got to show for it? I'm going to Arizona for a couple of days. You just wait. I can't wait. I'm to see coming, you coming back. back like a salamander. <laughs> Chalamander. All right, Charlamander. Anyway. There we go. That'd be that could be a good rap name for you, Charlamander. No. Um, uh, okay, so he's done with the so war. He, so he changes his name. So okay, so he moves to Nebraska, and when people make a change in their life, it's either because this is my theory they're being pushed away from something or being pulled towards something. So the push in this case was living in a stinky slum in a rough city that was not kind to immigrants, and the pull was silent cowboy flicks, which were hugely popular when he was growing up. These westerns chronicled the gunslinging life of cowboys taking down bandits and bad guys, usually single-handedly. And inspired Vincenzo James Scapone to adopt the image, attitude, and lifestyle of a cowboy from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. This is, he's like the 1920s. Like, he's watched all these movies. This is how I'm going to live my life. 
He is the 1920s equivalent of a Disney adult. This is the only thing that where I'm like, it's kind of ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, I agree he's a good guy, whatever. You know, we like him. But you watch silent cowboy movies and you decide to live your fucking life as a cowboy. Boots. You buy boots. Yeah. You go buy boots. It's like mouse. <laughs> you loser. You. You're like, you're li- what are you going to buy a lightsaber? <laughs> you yeah. fucking idiot. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Six shooter pistols, not when they had Tommy guns. They have automatic weapons. Yeah, he's for he's dressed he's getting things forty years. He's behind. forty years too late. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he has a wide brim white rancher hat. Because that was the good guy color. The good white hat. Gandalf was a good the cowboy. The 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 goat herder. Yeah. 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 All dressed in white. He's a bride cowboy. <laughs> and uh, and you're right though, he was it was forty years too late. Like it would be like right now if we dressed up in like uh, like a turquoise purple windbreaker from the 80s or something yeah. like that. And walked around with like, I don't know what. Stun of shades and. Oh, are those the striped ones? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Or like uh, the parachute pants. Yeah. It would literally be like he went to Nebraska and was dressing like someone who was alive 40 years ago. And so they were like, what the fuck? And he also showed up and was like, he took to it in the very Western way because he showed up immediately and was like, I'm the new sheriff in town. Yeah. And they were like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the new sheriff in town. I just came out of the blue, hopped off a train. I'm the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. That's what sheriffs do. They walk into town out of the blue and proclaim they're the sheriff. <laughs> right. That's how you get the job. Have you heard like, of a sheriff? Yeah. Have you met our sheriff? He's the, sh- <laughs> he's the sheriff in town. You can like be a, you can, if you want work, you can like wake up early and wait at Home Depot at five. I think John needs to put up a bar tomorrow, but. <laughs> you said you're, you're Mexican, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you Italian? Uh, no, Mexican. Oh, I got the perfect job for you. Yeah. Are you good with wood? See, um, so <laughs> free holidays, free holidays. So means. <laughs> yeah, blows into Nebraska thinking it's going to be the talk of the town, and Nebraska's yeah. like, "Look, we're a town. We don't just we we're a pre-existing town." Yeah, just because very you, American of him to go out there and be like, "Bing, bang, boom!" It's me now, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> Some <laughs> guy doing- who dresses like my grandfather <laughs> just <laughs> came into town and said he's the sheriff. We've been doing shit here for forty years, fine without you, buddy. Yeah, did you see this guy? I don't know. He's everybody says like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Yeah. Says his name is, uh, and now this is where he changes his name. Oh, God. So he changes his legal name from James, James, James. Allison James. Allison James. Allison Janney. Um, James Vincenzo Capone to Richard James Hart after his idol and cowboy western movie star William S. Hart, the actor, and then went on to become an actual law enforcing prohibition officer busting bootleggers, which would be like if I wanted to become uh meth cook and chemistry teacher and change my name to zach cranston that's kind of what it is you're changing your name to emulate the actor but then he also adopted the actor's nickname so if i was if that so that would be like <laughs> if i was like zach heisenberg cranston yeah you know what i mean yeah um which is better than what nick cage did he just didn't model it after the actor he went straight to the character he's like i am nick cage like the comic book, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, I don't know if it's what's better or worse, but that's just what happened, is he took his nickname after the uh, the actor and then the nickname from the character. Yeah, so first... Thus becoming Richard Two-Gun Hart. Okay, so now what happens is he blows into Nebraska with a new name, new identity. He's half Mexican, half Native American, whatever so you got to say that he... So he says. Yeah, whatever whatever it is, thank God they didn't have 23 of me back then. You would have been fucking busted. Yeah, he's calling everybody. He's like, what's up, guys? He's like, hola, me llamo dos guns, corazón. And he said guns. Pistoleros. Oh, right. Me llamo nice. dos pistoleros, corazón. They're like, you want to pick some naranjas, yeah, corazón? How about you... 
You can't be the sheriff quite yet, buddy. I don't even know your nombre. Your that resume? can't be your real nombre. He's like, no, I own resume, but uh, trust me. <laughs> Pero trust me. <laughs> Pero, Pero why are you being all not chill? And in God, uh, by God, Mary and Joseph, that so, I am the new sheriff in town. So he arrives. I'm the police. They're like, no, you're not. They're like, as long as you're not one of those lasagna hawkers, you're fine by me. So they give him, he works, uh, what, what are his jobs? He gets jobs, some weird jobs around town. He's like a, a painter. He's a paper hanger. He's a railroad timekeeper. <laughs> what a stupid job. It's, yeah, what does that mean? Looking at the clock. Train's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah. I heard yeah, the giant I look. see the train. <laughs> I, I hear the choo-choo. That's your job. So they quickly fired him from that after realizing <laughs> it's a redundant position. He's a house painter, and he's a paper hanger. Uh, do you know what that is? Uh, <laughs> uh, what, no, what is before it? you looked it up, did you know what it was? No, I did not. I didn't either. Someone who hangs up wallpaper professionally. Wow. Yeah. He probably was terrible. Not just you that. and your dad yelling at you, <laughs> which is usually how wallpaper is hung casually. That's how most of the wallpaper is like, yeah. you fucking, there's bubbles. You fucking there's idiot. There's bubbles. There's bubbles. There's bubbles on the wall. There's bubbles in the nursery. Your little sister's going to hate it. Uh, overall, though, people in town kind of like him. Like, he comes in with his hot headed, like, weird energy of like i'm a sheriff and they're like you can't just do this yeah you're um, the janitor yeah but uh, overall he is a hard worker and uh people start being like okay i kind of like this guy and he's pretty outgoing you know what i mean he just kind of he has his like expectations adjusted when he gets to homer nebraska but he still works hard he works hard yeah yeah and but i'm just saying he yeah, like recalibrates yeah. what's possible he's like oh i can't just go in and rule these people they <laughs> are people Richard is well-liked within his community. He's well-liked, but he's also like kind of a truth stretcher. Yeah, he's telling people... When he's people telling people he's done this for a while, and I don't think he has. He w The quote is, he's outgoing and talkative, especially about his own experiences. He told acquaintances he was originally from Oklahoma, which isn't true, where he had punched cattle, broken broncos, and chased bad men. Punching cattle, you just had to poke or punch them to like get into the boxcars to be carted off to their death. <laughs> They're like, no! And you're like, get the fuck... Get Come on, just beat the shit out of you. Like, all right. Yeah, you raise your fist. And yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Just punch me in the udders. Yeah. That's like getting hit in the balls for a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I so, guess never mind. What? I guess it's like getting hit in the uterus because a, a cow is a Oof. female and a bull has balls. Yeah. Ew, a little vag punch. But this was a time where you could really reinvent yourself and no one would know. Yeah, I like it. No one's going to be like, let me look that up. Like, because today on my interview, this I'm talking about going to ASU. And I'm like, please do not yeah. search the records. Yeah. And uh, back then, I, I don't You're know. You're old enough, though, that it, they don't probably yes, I, need yeah, to yeah, go yeah. see and a transcript. And there's like 90,000 people. Oh, wow. God, I hope they didn't look it up. Because if they are, they're really milking me. <laughs> they wouldn't do that, though. They'd be like, we looked you up. I don't know. What are you going to do? They might also not care. Yeah, they might not care. And they probably are just like, yeah, this guy might be lying about going to college just to get a job. But, like, he's also trying. I'm trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, like, trying there to get that. the job. There he's is that. He, is, he, is, is he lying? Is he lying or is, is he, he trying? trying? <laughs> <laughs> Charles Masterclass for <laughs> getting almost the job, but just wasting everyone's time. Do you want to get two interviews and waste a lot of people's time <laughs> and then tell your girlfriend that you didn't get the job? Um, and say you're going to really focus on comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I just really, <laughs> I didn't get it, but I think it's good for us. I think it's because I'm supposed to work harder at comedy. Yes. So Richard, uh, now Richard, we can't call him James. It's dead naming him. His name is Richard. Uh, Richard's like just like a normal guy. He's working. He's like a day laborer or whatever. He's doing a bunch of odd jobs. And then 
a flood hits. In his to his fortune, a flood to, hits. To his fortune, May nineteenth, nineteen nineteen. I was waiting for you to get wow, so far. That was really hard. <laughs> I the first time you said nineteen, I was like, there it is. He just <laughs> saw what I just saw. <laughs> May nineteen nineteen nineteen. Nineteen nineteen. <laughs> I've just never banana. How do you? How many A's and N's are in banana? A flash flood. Shut up. A flash flood <laughs> strikes neighboring Emerson, Nebraska, and Hart risks his life to rescue this little girl uh, from drowning. So the story that I heard in the podcast was that he was riding in a car with Kathleen Winch, bit of a winch, her mother and uh, her brother. The m- <laughs> This is insane. I don't know if she's in the car with the mother or not, but like the car starts to fl- fly away in the flood. The mother <laughs> tries to stop the car by putting her leg out. Put uh, oh, <laughs> what a fucking idiot! Is that that's what a mom move? I remember one time we were we were having dinner and uh, the newspaper like there was like a candle on the dinner table and uh, you know we we did it up nice wow. and uh, yeah and uh, there was the newspaper like on the table caught fire uh-huh. and my mom was like whoa, whoa! like insane screaming and my dad's like um. Just That's like picked up the newspaper and like put it on the floor. Damn. And it just burned itself out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like that's what the mom did. She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, just <laughs> fucked herself. So she gets swept. She, she gets swept away. The sister somehow floats out of the car. The brother tries to save the sister, floats out a different way. So now it's like a Spider-Man situation. You got like, who can you save? You got like all these people drowning in this this flash flood. Um, and then he's like, well... Guess I gotta go save your whole family. Dives into the flood, saves the sister, I think, and then he re-enters the flood to pull out all the other family members. And then Winch, Kath- Kathleen Winch, is like, "That's pretty hot." Yeah, and then they probably have sex that night. But Rich, or not? Yeah, now Richard, he saves a whole family from a flood. Yeah, which is crazy to believe. It's kind of like when you're reading the Bible and you're like, "Was he swallowed by a whale? Like, yeah. what was really happening?" Two of there? every animal. Yeah. Swallowed by the whale. Is that in the Bible? I don't know. Jonas and the whale or whatever. Is that in the Bible? Is that Pinocchio? <laughs> you know when you confuse the Bible and Pinocchio? I actually don't no, know. Somebody gets swallowed I think by a whale right. and then I they, get, right. they rise three days later. Yeah. <laughs> to become a real boy. <laughs> Jesus was wooden originally, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how they crucified him. Which one's the cross? That's why they nailed him to the... Yeah. <laughs> um, he yeah, was a carpenter made of wood. It's wood on wood crime. That's... Um, <coughs> Okay, so yeah, so he saved a fucking family from a flood, from a flood that and probably he started. And th- yeah, he's he like, "How am I gonna get this town on my side?" I know, just detonates a dam. Yeah. <laughs> so then the the nineteen year old, wow, a lot of nineteens in this story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on May nineteenth, nineteen nineteen, he saves a nineteen year old daughter, Kathleen. And then and they bone nineteen they times. Nineteen times. They fall in love. Richard is a hero to the town. He marries Kathleen within a year. The town loves him so much they go, hey, how about you hang up that last sheet of paper and you come on over and be a town marshal? And they promote (laughs) him to basically it's like a sheriff. That's how small the town is for like one act of bravery. They're like, you're the town marshal now. Come on, you're the law here. You're the whole law. You know what it is? It's the chief police officer of the town. That's what a town marshal is. Crazy. It's, the, one, it's the, the number one police guy. Like, you see how fast that guy swims? He should be the final say on whether any of us go to jail. Yeah. 
Like, that's crazy. That was a great butterfly stroke. Yeah. You saved the witches. (laughs) You see that guy? I wonder if they also had to fire somebody. Like, somebody lose their job because they promoted him to town marshal? Oh, that's a good point. That was probably the the best day of William (laughs) S. Hart's life. And the worst day. I was going to say Scotty S. Pippen, but instead of Scotty Pippen. I was going to say Ted Nugent. I don't know why. We both, yeah. Who's Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen was uh, Jordan... Michael Jordan's right-hand man on Ooh, the Chicago Bulls. He's the white. No, he's black. He's black. Yeah. Who's white? On the Larry Bird Ever. is white. <laughs> Who's white? Well, let's start with me. Okay. You're Italian. You're a dog that I'd shoot in the street. If I saw you on the street, I'd you shoot saw me you riding down. a horse, f- pull an ice cube, you'd shoot me. <laughs> no, no. I'd go you know those Italians. All they do is ride horses. <laughs> that kid's day. having too good of a day to shoot him. I'll wait till tomorrow. When I uh, see him on a horse. So this guy becomes the the literally top cop, the top cop in town. And uh, we talked about this in the last episode a lot. But as soon like it's it's kind of insane. The job creation for him, the relevance of a town marshal and like a law enforcement agent when prohibition is enacted. Like suddenly there's all these crimes that surround you. You know what I mean? You okay? What's going on with your yeah, eye? I'm holding a sneeze. We're good. Oh, that's how you're holding sneezes? It was just getting me. Like I, I oh, held the, I you see. Know, sometimes the wave in the stadium it started. Yeah, the, yeah. the other section E was like, no, no. Yeah, you fight it. It's like fizz facing without the hand. You have to use all of your uh, like muscles in your body to fight off a sneeze. It's crazy. You're <laughs> like, I didn't even know I had so many in my face. Man, I think your face is about to come. <laughs> you're like, I feel like my face really scares you whenever I do something with it. You're like, whoa. <laughs> frightening um so he becomes this super successful prohibition officer he's enforced he's just busting up bootleggers he's watched the movies wait did we say that prohibition happened and he had the opportunity to yep oh we did, I did. Nice. yeah so that's when you were fighting up oh sneeze. okay my bad and i'm like you okay yeah when you fight up a sneeze you also go deaf also this is one of the uh the things that helps him as a prohibition officer he was riding horses when a lot of people mm. are driving cars yeah. and he's in nebraska four wheel four hoof drive four hoof drive yeah 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 <laughs> that's that where i grew up actually on four hoof drive <laughs> Oh, gated community. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a wooden fence. Um, but we couldn't hop over it. And we felt safe. <laughs> That's how horses feel. Uh, he knew at this point who was making alcohol in Nebraska, so he would just run in and bust them. You know, he was like, oh, I know my friend Gary sold booze. I know this guy's, a, you know, brewing IPAs in his backyard. Yeah. This guy's a fucking alcoholic. So he so really cared about the law. He, he took his yes, job. Yes, dude. And he this took his is, job seriously. And I don't mean to be a weird mama's boy here, but that's one of the things that used to annoy me about my mom a lot. Like, the one thing is, like, letter of the law. Yeah. Like, hated weed or whatever until it became legal in Washington. She's like, well, it's, I mean, it's the law. And I'm like, what? How can you be so narrow-minded to think that, like, the law is the law? <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of guys who were like, we got to push this politician's yeah. agenda. She doesn't see that if those politicians have it's agenda. It's just people who yeah. agreed to, you know, it's like it doesn't, it does it really make sense? No. Like, step back one step and ask yourself that. Because she's a very inquisitive person. Okay. But in terms of the law, she's just, and that's what James That's is. a very parent thing. Yeah, he's like, a, he's like, that's how he sees the law, like a mom sees the law. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to, what if the cops come? You can't be playing music past 10, guys. It's yeah, the it's law. It's the law. <laughs> that can't be true. Uh, is Where that did dog you grow on a up? leash? I'm the only one on the street. <laughs> is that dog on a leash? That's what I asked. You're Are you the, out of your house with your dog without a leash? <laughs> you're the dog. Yeah. So he knows who's making alcohol, and a lot of people would get wise to what he's doing, going around busting his friends. So then, this is, what's, this is what I do like about him. 
he committed to the bit. He went undercover, disappeared for months at a time, would like work as a day laborer for like a month. What do you act like? He just blew into town again. Hey, just got He's here. always blowing into town. Yeah. I guess. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've been here a few months. My guess is that the level of <laughs> disguise that was available back then, it's crazy that no one was like, Richard. <laughs> He's just like wearing a dress. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> the umbrella, he covers yeah. his face with like a. Un- he, I wonder if he kept some costumes from the circus. Oh, that would be Maybe good. Maybe he blew into town with a suitcase full of costumes. As a lady. Yeah. Right. As a two foot shorter yeah. man. Right. He had yeah, all he just walked. What if he to go on his knees? Yeah, <laughs> put the shoes up. Nobody ever was behind him. Hello. I work. I here to work. Where do you get the booze around here? And they're like, Richard. Uh, come this on. guy's a big booze hound. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know he's an, an agent. Richard, you have a problem. Stop going undercover to try <laughs> to get booze. <laughs> So, he's undercover. He's undercover. He's very successful. He takes his job very seriously, which, also, let me say this side note. The people that take their job very seriously are the most annoying people to work with. (laughs) Very true. The guy at your work that is all about the job is the guy you hate the most. Yeah. This guy is all about the job. Everybody else at work is like, fuck work, right? Yeah. And then this (laughs) guy's On the sly, fuck work. On the low. On the low. I know we love it here. Lokita. But Lokito, Lokito, can I get a Lokito to go? I hate work. <laughs> I hate this <laughs> I hate place. This job. I'm gonna go talk about get a Lokito, <laughs> get a double wrap Lokito. I hate this job. You know what I mean? Just yeah. doing this to pay the bills. I shouldn't have gone to college. I'm in debt. Um, I went to ASU. Don't look it up. <laughs> don't ever look <laughs> it up. My meaning behind that is I'm so far east that they won't care. Oh, ASU. That's like way over there. <laughs> that's two time zones ago. Yeah, the guy. Can't even look that up if we tried. <laughs> Our bandwidth can't even go that far. So you can't go back in time. What's that? That's a six-hour flight away yeah. where he went. <laughs> That's in the past. He has to fly to the past to go to school. He went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm not going. But trust him. He's a good guy. I tell you what. If I were to look up his transcript, first I'd kill Hitler. I'd take a little side yeah. detour. I'd kill Hitler. Can you look up my transcript? See if you could. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just... Just stomach that fear. I am a That's why you fart so much. From my recruiter about like, look, the interviews went good, but yeah. they didn't search you. <laughs> Found out you're a big fat liar. And I'd be like, oh, <clears throat> weird. Oh. I thought I went. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't. Oh, I guess that whole time it was Scottsdale Community <laughs> College. Oh, oh, I have dyslexia. I mixed up the. Uh, there's an S in Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, dude, Scottsdale's gonna have a fucking poster you one day. Yeah, you know and it's gonna be peeling, <clears throat> but it's you know it once was nice. For like the day they put it up, it was sick. Yeah, and like you signed it, and then a kid spat on it and like chopped your eyes out. You know, like they do on the subway, yeah, yeah, yeah. make it all creepy. Little they cut the eyes out, little mustache. Yeah, yeah. always a mustache on those guys and girls. Everybody, um. equal opportunity for the graffiti mustache people. <laughs> uh, but what were you gonna say? Uh, um, that he was uh, oh hates oh, the guy who I does his job right work, but he wasn't even good at the work exactly he didn't do the work he didn't, he didn't do, do the, the paperwork okay <laughs> one thing a lot of people don't know about being a cowboy a lot of paperwork involved a lot of logistics a lot of logistics well that's well, actually that's not. not what's involved no, in being <laughs> a cowboy or what logistics is he did do good logistics he put men on the back of his yeah, horse and, and hauled them back he that's was a good logistics supply chain guy. yeah big supply chain he but would he go to the ne- one time he 
was apprehending a perp, a bad guy that he had a bootlegger that he'd busted. It started raining. He got lost or whatever, turned around, right? And then he went to a, n- a new town and was like, hey, while I'm here, I might as well slap the shit out of somebody this guy's and arrest someone. On. By the way, he's slapping the shit out of people. Yeah, he, his method of choice for uh, getting people into his car was slapping them unconscious. Well, his argument was that he knew whoever was in, like, he needed. Like a hundred percent proof that who, or at least in his mind, <laughs> not written down anywhere, but that whoever he was about to bust was the right person, mm-hmm. right? Because it was dangerous. I was a hundred percent sure that that was not a cell phone; it was a gun. So that's right. Why exactly. He is one of those cops. Uh, no, but I think he actually did the work, and that's why he's doing fucking three months sting or three weeks sting operations as a as an olive picker because he's doing the work. He's making sure that he finds out who's actually the bootlegger. And then they, I don't know if you've seen Ozarks. Have you seen Ozarks? Bits and pieces. The I've seen a sex scene. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think I get it. There's some battle scenes oh, of okay. like, yeah, it's pretty much the show. <laughs> it's like Euphoria, <laughs> but in Missouri. Uh, <laughs> and with Jason Bateman <laughs> and a kind of hot wife, but you yeah, can't really tell. Know. Not yeah, really sure. a little tired. The light hits her and you go, yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, it's also like in Breaking Bad, that wife, you're like, I would. I love, no, yeah, I would. For oh. Sure. Way more than Ozark. Are you kidding me? That's like a grandma to her mom. Seriously. Oh, wow. That's how it Jeez, feels to I'm me. I'm sorry to offend you. Yeah, well, I'm so sorry to offend So you're telling me you wouldn't woman. fuck the grandma? I would, but oh, it okay. would be harder for me. And by that, I mean softer. There we go. For her. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, uh, in Ozark, there's like a house and then a field. Yeah. That you can't... I mean, if you're going to char- launch a forward assault, you're going to get fucked. They're just going to gun you down, snipe you. Like, as you walk up to the field, that's a nightmare. Um, so he needed to make sure that he knew and also gain, like, be in their circle of trust, knock on their door. And then when they, they would answer the door, they'd be like, hey, you need anything? Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Slap you unconscious. So you think, uh, for me, I was thinking he knew the right place to slap a man to knock him out. <laughs> but you're going multiple slaps. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you're doing this. No, you're probably right. He I knows th- the place. I think you probably had a nice, and then you, I think you cracked the elbow. It's more of a chop. You're chopping. And you're just passed Ooh, out. You also, it's like a cup. Yeah. You, you yeah. slap the face, but you cup the and jaw. It probably gets to the ear sometimes, and it does it like, yeah, like your that whole suction cup, and it gets your sense of self is exploded yeah. for a second. Just <laughs> your whole life flashes before you your fall eyes. Fall to the ground. It might, yeah, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like a some guy grabs both your feet and drags you to a car. <laughs> Fuck. What the fuck? Not a I car. I thought somebody was just at the door. Not a car. A horse. Yeah, I thought somebody <laughs> wanted a beer. Brutal. I mean, this guy's Slap trauma every dirt. day. Yeah. And then, remember, one time he goes to the deputy and he hauls this guy in and he's like, hey, I got this fucking bootlegger. Where's the sheriff? And the deputy's like, oh, that's him right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's his name? He goes, uh, were you telling me that I just knocked out the sheriff? Am I the only good one left? Yeah. Looks down. He's carrying a bottle of beer. No, they got me too. Slaps himself (laughs) unconscious. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Take me in. (laughs) Don't do any paperwork. I'll do it. (laughs) Take me in. Don't sign anything. So he starts to. So now this man is an overachiever. He's bringing a ton of people in. Yeah. He's not doing any paperwork. (laughs) So he's bringing in records setting amount of criminals. And a lot of them are getting away because there's no paperwork like filed. Leaving another another officer comes in for the night shift, and they're like, "Why are you here?" And they're like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Let me check the two guns." 
You're free. <laughs> two guns, no papers. <laughs> two paper. Yeah, two guns, two zero guns, paper. Two guns, no paper. <laughs> two guns, zero pen. Yeah. Um. So, and now he gets his first tape of taste yeah. of corruption at the top. He starts to resent the job of being a prohibition officer because the more and more people he arrests, he starts to see that the lawmakers at the top have their hands dunked in a vat of booze. Oh, yeah. And they're controlling all the smaller people. So... Richard's like, why the hell am I even doing this job? You guys just want me arresting the worker bees. The lowly people. Yeah. And you are going to get the money and the benefit no matter what. Yeah, so they expect, like, the shield of, like, hey, yes. come on, man. We're all, like, Just do your job, right? Yeah. And he's like, look. Yeah. He's I like, I love job, this job. Yeah, this is my... This is my life. This is my favorite thing. I got a wife, you know. I learned how to slap a guy unconscious Yeah, for this. I trained for a year. Yeah. I learned this in the circus. From my wife. From the strong man. By my From wife. From Winch. <laughs> From Winch. It would be funny if the strong man taught him this. Oh, maybe in the circus. Yeah, how do yeah. you learn to slap a man unconscious? Slap somebody like probably that. Probably some circus know-how. Yeah, there was probably a fun game to play in the hey, circus. This slap in the until it gets yeah, unconscious, yeah, yeah. and then you get good at you it. You bring him under the tent. Yeah. Teach him some things. I used to do that. When I, one time, uh, I had a job when I worked at an ice rink. And one of the jobs was... You slap uh, the kids that got you? Yeah, you get the blade. And yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> and, uh, part of the job was you handing out the skates. Uh-huh. So there's a room that's like half the size of this bedroom full of skates. You go back into it and you bring the skates out. And then when everybody was on the rink, the two people that were working the skate room would go into the room... We'd shut the door and you put your we'd put our arms in our <laughs> shirts and behind and then we just run at each other doing <laughs> this. <laughs> and there, there was on like a cockfight. What? <laughs> you had little human cockfights yeah, on break. Yeah, and then sometimes you get into the blades. <laughs> <laughs> get a little Al Capone Scarface. Sooner or later you leave and work How is snorky. Um <laughs> I was like fourteen. <laughs> okay. It's pretty fun. It was very was fun. this co ed? No, well, the girls would watch. They'd get in the room and... <laughs> hey, shut the door. Shut the door behind you. We're doing shoulder fights. That's what we called it. Shoulder and fights? Shoulder fights. And... Uh, wow. You'd fight. So I feel like in this... <laughs> and we're doing fight. <laughs> Dude. We lost a lot of good men. <laughs> <laughs> and a few bad ones. Yeah. There's always a few bad... You know, a lot of good men. There had to be a few bad ones. There were some weird... And uh, a we pedophile. Yeah. Lost a lot of good men. And this one guy who touched yeah, shoulder kids. He fell into the, into the blades with his neck. Yeah. Skunk. Um, I don't mean your friends. I, that's just, why mean, we I just mean in war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, pedophiles in war? Yeah, just like lost a lot of good men. And uh, this one guy fucked kids. Not really a loss. Yeah. He was kind of a bonus soldier. We just kind of threw him into whatever. <laughs> He's pretty good, actually. But uh, he fucked kids. Yeah, he fu- I mean, he fucked enemy kids, but yeah, they're still yeah, kids. No, still kids. Kids, kids. And... Um, so, yeah, you played uh, shoulder fights. Oh, so I'm imagining that if I was doing that at an ice rink in 2010, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Richard is probably in the circus doing some violent 2018. Stuff. <laughs> Whatever. No. 2020. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> That's my life. He's changing my life. <laughs> I start to get younger and fade away. <laughs> All the pictures of me at my mom's house, I start to disappear. <laughs> Charles, somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> telling him he was a different age at a different time. <laughs> you know we can't handle that. I start. <laughs> I look like the end of the Windows logo. All that pixel. <laughs> Your mother's like, I knew it. I knew what happened. I kept telling him. Somebody's gonna tell I you you're 14 <laughs> in 2018, and you're gonna lose your shit, and you're gonna v- you're gonna vaporize into a cloud. Okay. All right, like a little window. 
Just like I saw. Look, the fortune teller told me. I'm just telling you. And what we're trying to tell you <laughs> is that Richard Hart was bastin', was busting bad men. Bastin' butt men. Bastin' butt men. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do the paperwork. He bastin' a lot of butt men all over this town. Yeah, some say it was because he was too busy <laughs> uh, busting in men's butts. <laughs> but <laughs> we think it was because he actually couldn't read. They're okay, like, can you fill out this report? He's like, I can swallow this sword. <laughs> That's what I learned how to do with the circus. Yeah, so but he he does start to become Disil- dis- disillusioned. Ooh, you're both gonna say the same thing. He starts to become disillusioned of the, of the Wild West law enforcement beat because nobody seems to care about the law. And uh, yeah, that sheriff story really opens his third eye. Yes, when the deputy's like, he's the sheriff. Richard, he's like, three hearts, heart, three eyes, heart. Yeah, three eyes, heart. There we go. <clears throat> okay, so Richard eventually, you know, after learning that the sheriff, the politicians, everyone's in this prohibition racket. Everybody loves to drink. Come on now, just fucking be cool about you ever it. Ever had one, Richard? Come on, you, you ever kick one back? You ever have a sip? He's like, look, they drink tested this job randomly, <laughs> and one day, <laughs> one day they may. They're probably going to check me. Come on, Richard. You know we don't do that. They test your piss. We, You know we don't do that. I piss into the supervisor's mouth every morning. What's that? What's that then? If that's not the drink test. I'll tell you, the piss has a head to it. So he knows I've been drinking. <laughs> it pours just like a half of ice. It's a lot of foam. Yeah. I got to tilt his mouth sideways. <laughs> uh, Richard actually didn't have anything... He was like very just lawman. He didn't have anything against drinking, I think. His father-in-law or something drank. It was mentioned yeah. that like he was kind of around drinking, but where the the point is that he leaves the prohibition life in Nebraska and where he really shines and actually makes a difference in a nice good way is on Indian reservations. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, I think he was so popular that he caught the attention of the uh, Bureau of Indian Affairs. Yeah, where they're like, you, we, <laughs> you're busting drinking. We got some drinkers. Yeah, not to be stereotypical, but these guys. Yeah, are. it was actually a huge problem. Yeah, and I think continues to be. I'm I not think sure. it's kind of like on Atlantic on the way to Atlantic City. You see all these. Uh, are you addicted to opioids? Oh, uh, really? Like, well, somebody here must be. Yeah, because this they looks like I'm going to Opioidville right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is also the thing, not to be like, because it was like, they were probably drinking because they had their land stolen from oh, Absolutely. Of course, just so sad to really think about that the after You also don't have to work because, like, you're getting paid. Yeah. You yeah, know, so think. it's like, what are you going to do? So it's just like, you have this land, but you don't really have a purpose. They stripped you of what you were doing, so what are you doing now? I guess we could drink. Yeah, it's a big problem. From his life as a prohibition officer, he starts working with the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the BIA. We've all heard of the BIA. Love the BIA. Love the BIA. Uh, he specifically works with the Winnebago and Omaha, I think is how I heard it said, tribes uh, in Nebraska. He also works with the Pine Ridge and Lakota tribes. He <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I wrote. <laughs> this is just in my notes. He becomes a white legend. He kind of does, though, because they love him. They, yeah, they, 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 he's like, like one of the white guy. He's one of the good ones. Well, he does things. He did it right. He did. He did. It's like a tough job, but it was actually prohibition was a failed experiment is how it's thought of in the U.S. But in reservations, it was really needed because like these people were struggling with with uh, alcoholism. So he'd go in and he'd crack down on them. But in a way that wasn't just like this white dude coming in and just browbeating a bunch of drunk Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what he did. Um, and many could have done that mm-hmm. in his position. Yeah, he could have slapped the shit out of Oh, him. my God. It could have just been all day slap fest. Yeah, all there. day slap fest. Yeah. Just Sla- slapping a bunch of drunk people. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you can barely Jesus stand. Christ. 
Watch out for slaps like bear. That guy <laughs> will fuck you up. Shit. <laughs> he says he's Indian, by the way. Is he? <laughs> yeah, I think he's. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. He's slapping the shit out of what us. What tribe is he from? And then he goes, how? And yeah. I, I think it's kind of rude. Is he appropriating? But that's not what he did. He, like, normally someone might come in and, you know, single white-handedly clean up the reservations by throwing out drunks in a sail to, to, dry, in a sail to dry out. What he'd do is he'd go to the elders of these communities and he'd deputize them so that they could do, be the ones doing the slapping. Mm-hmm. So now they're slapping their own people, Indian on Indian crime, nice. back away. Yeah, exactly. Back away. I can't blame but you. But it is truly, he's creating self-policing communities, which is kind of crazy because that's what the abolished police people currently are advocating for. It's like community leaders, community enforcement. Um, yeah, but the problem with that, why it worked, I think, for the Indians is they had there was there's already like a hierarchical way of living. That's true. And there is like a ch- yeah, there's a chief. Yeah, and when they tried that in Chaz, they're just like, "Who the fuck are you? I don't care." And then people are getting shot and stuff like and that. What? Remember Chaz? Like the the there was an area of like Portland where they it was like a strip. Oh, where they I know. remember during I the pandemic they yeah. took away the police and like okay. they operated. I didn't on know it was called Chaz. Yeah, it was called Chaz. Okay, and. Uh, it was like people were just murdering each other. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's because these are just fucking, you know, uh, people of a democracy who don't have any hierarchical notion of yeah. where they belong yeah, in the community. About exactly. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. But it worked out. It was so funny that he was smart enough to do that. It is nuts, it's actually. It's kind of genius. Yeah, it is. Who else was nobody else? I who feel else like is was training good? people to just do your job for you? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he infiltrated and was undercover and learned, like, the only way I'm ever going to make any progress is if I create a role where they respect each other. Probably. And then from that, people were getting arrested, and the elders were like, thanks, we saw what you did. And then he learned the languages of the tribes. He, he learned the languages of the tribes. Yeah, he was really, uh, he was going the extra mile. Like he was like Cleopatra. A, uh, a president, a PhD. They're like, look, you're one of us. Like, just really? They it. do that? I feel like yeah, they do they that. Gi- didn't actually. they give Obama a PhD? I can believe and like, that. Yeah, like a school. A PhD. They give him like a doctorate. Wow, that's just the school being like, "Hey, we can't do much, but we can yeah. give you a fucking PhD." Yeah, well, this dude's these right documents. Now. Yeah. You come on over. <laughs> can't go. So you I'll fire some? up the printer. Yeah, yeah come on, <laughs> doctor. Here you go, doctor He's Obama. Like, I drone striked a fucking terrorist. Yeah. I don't need your piece of yeah, shit you doctorate, did, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's that's pretty cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, um, so we self-police. How do you... Uh, yeah, I wonder how you police in Indian reservations, blood arts, boomerangs. You know what's crazy is that was probably... I wonder what their sirens sounded like when they pulled up on... <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> now that's good stuff. <laughs> they had red and blue smoke. <laughs> it's a horse. It's a horse where the one person's going... And somebody else is just getting red and blue. All the other people are pulling their horses over to the side. <laughs> that is the best image. I hope, I mean, I hope that's in some f- long forgotten Disney cartoon that's been locked away somewhere. It's an, it's a, it's a scene, a very racist scene of, it has to be racist, of an Indian, uh, like, ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, it's literally like people on top of each other just riding each other. Like, you know, one guy's like on all fours and yeah, one guy's, yeah. yeah. And he's... And there's smoke, and one guy's kind of like twirling the smoke, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, to make yeah, it, yeah. you know, like it's rotating, <laughs> and it's done perfectly. And yeah. ex- it's ex- it's animated yeah. perfectly. 
No, you couldn't. You're like what you're picturing now is how Disney would have done it, and how they should do it <laughs> <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> For your consideration, in at Pocahontas, the Oscars, urgent <laughs> care. <laughs> I've made my own animated short. Pocahontas EMT. They don't want you to see it, but I'll get it out there. Pocahontas EMT. EMT. House, house, house. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll cut all that. Yeah. But um, he was so good. That it hurt him. He was too good for these 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 people, these drunks. I don't drink. These feather wearing drunks. Nope. I'm talking about just the Nebraskans. Okay. Just literal just like people, just whites trying to drink and you know, Midwestern whites. They gotta oh, they gotta to kick back and forget about life, these people. They can't <laughs> forget take about it. their factory Midwest factory jobs. Yeah, I mean so, <coughs> I mean, we've said this on the podcast before. You can't legislate human behavior. And if you make something illegal, people are still going to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you make something illegal, also, there will be, on the other side, a Richard Goody two-shoes, two-gun heart yeah. following the letter of the law, trying to bring in anybody who breaks it, um, including his superiors. So he starts getting his superiors fired. Uh, or he tries to, to, at least. They hate him, and they fight back. Yeah, I got... Yeah, he... Yeah. he, he oh, he sees that his one of his superiors actually in the BIA is being like racist. Oh yeah, because yes, and you know he's got to hate this because he's an immigrant that faces prejudice. Who's claiming Indian also? Yeah, he's basically one of them at this point. Yeah, and yeah. he's faced his own uh, Italian racism. Yeah, it's so funny. You're so far back in America that Italian isn't white yet. Yeah. And then uh, whites let a lot of people in. If it used to be even Irish weren't white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Irish are like the whitest. Whitest. Yeah. yeah. Italians I could see with the olive skin, I guess, yeah, in the yeah, summertime. Summertime yeah. Italian, maybe. Summertime Italian. Not yeah. in the group. Yeah, I'll take it. Talk to me in February. <laughs> <laughs> so he tries to get these supervisors fired. They start looking in. Oh, sorry, because the supervisor on the reservation is like being preferential toward white people and like unreasonably biased against Native American, you know, people who live on the reservation. So this guy, uh, sorry, Richard is like, fuck this guy. I'm going to report him to the BIA. This guy's like, fuck you. Counter investigates. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Richard. Gonna, I'm going to sue you. Yeah, I'm going to sue, sue you. <laughs> finds out he's a Capone. So Richard's like, I got to go on a vacation. I don't know if he finds out. I think he starts to uncover. Oh, okay. But he starts to doing some digging. He but digs. Any, anybody that's doing digging during this time, it's scary. It's for getting Richard there. It's getting like, close. You're scraping at the Capone I wonder if he's name. dropping hints. Like he's walking by the office and Hart's at his desk and he's like, uh, what was it like to punch a cow again? Like in the 40-year-old version when they're asking what a boob feels like. And he's like, tests. oh, it's like punching a bag of sand. And he's yeah. like, huh. <laughs> A bag of really? <laughs> Last time I punched a cattle, it wasn't like he starts... More like a bag of meat. Starts make, making our... it's a cow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> starts making him sweat a little bit. Where'd you blow in from again? <laughs> You're always uh, blowing around. Oh, so Richard uh, gets fired, basically. Yeah, they do fire him because he's trying to fire Super, this, the superintendent. He, Even He goes to Washington. Yeah. Well, he goes to Washington because the man that fired him... Then got caught in a scandal. Oh, yeah. Cheating. Cheating on his wife, which back then... Is worse? Is worse than giving favors and racially favor... That's unrelated to your job. Yeah, it's strange. Also, like, I thought back then everybody was fucking everybody. Yeah, but but I think if you got caught, it was worse. Strange. I think now it's like not as many people are fucking other people, but it's less worse. 
Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, well, apparently this guy gets caught with, and it's a big scandal in Nebraska. He has to flee all the way to Mexico. Yeah. He runs away to Mexico with his lover. Yeah, so Richard goes to Washington to plead his case. And they're like, well, sounds like the superintendent's right. And he's like, what do you mean? He just got exposed. And they're like, look, buddy, you are not on our side. No, you're not. You're not. We got some crooked officers in that arm of the police force, so we don't want you rocking their crooked boats either. You know, we all got some corruption going around. Yeah. Like the Bureau of Indian Affairs was in cahoots with the prohibition officer people, so we couldn't go back to Homer and become a prohibition officer yeah. either. He's like, look, and they're like, look, you're fired. And he's like. Okay, okay, I'll just go back to what I was doing. Yeah, like, yeah, they're like, you're fired from the Bureau of Indian Affairs. You're taking too many people down. Right. And he goes, cool, I'll just be a prohibition officer. And they go, no, 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 like what you just said. All and Everything's tied together, buddy. We're sick of you. Also, you don't do any goddamn paperwork, so it's not, who needs you anyway? But you know what paperwork he was receiving? This is crazy. He got, like, letters supporting him from people in the reservations. Yeah, when they heard that he was getting fired. When they fired. heard that he was fired and that he was trying to get his job back or some job. They sent, like, letters supporting, and they were like, these are all fake. Yeah, these Indians aren't real. <laughs> these <laughs> and uh, You don't believe in Indians, do you, Johnson? Come on, guys. <laughs> Feathers on your head? It's a <laughs> myth. On, that's a ghost. Everybody knows those dots. Um, <laughs> so he goes back home. The guy who actually thinks we found India. <laughs> he still thinks this is America's India. <laughs> what do you mean? I know where we are. Great to see you. Great to see you. So good to see you. Charles. He does end on that soft. Great, great, to, see great you, to see you. Shafi Hussein, look him up. <laughs> One of the funniest and most comforting comedians. He is very. He kills. He kills, I and mean, he, he makes kills. me feel nice. Yeah, he's yeah. He does his job on all ends. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So w- wait, really quick. Yeah. On, where am I? Fuck. 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 <laughs> okay. So now he's living in a shack. Yeah. So at this point, he's had kids with Kathleen, and they have kids, and he has no job. And he lives in a shack by the river, <laughs> apparently only feeding his family off of fish that he catches, <laughs> which is, I just don't. He's I'm go- I'm living gonna, that 1880s lifestyle. I mean, that's, was he panhandling for gold? And <laughs> yeah. Because here's the th- this is where we need to go and maybe read this book, because the author, Jeff McMinnon or whatever, MacArthur, MacArthur. he talked to the son. Right. So we can see if that's true. I think it is. I think what else are you going to do? Like, the, it's you're in Nebraska. So many talents. What are you going to do but build a shack down by the river? It's the fact that it's down by the river. Yeah. It's like, what the, what's really going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean down by the river? Yeah. With your family in a shack? Yeah. You're living in a shack down by the river with your family catching fish. What is this shack? Like, I just picture like a lean-to. I picture like what, the, you know, like at the very end of the Bear Grylls episode. Like what he's made by then, yeah. Like that's what I picture. Yeah, I picture yeah. like leafy palms over, yeah. like like yeah, in Survivor, yeah, exactly. Like a diagonal roof. It's yes. like a f- dirt floor, and no what, floor. The, the kids are there. Like what? What it houses a family? Yeah, the mom is growing like monkey fur. Are they? You know? Yeah. Like what's happening? <laughs> but <laughs> they they have uh, like uh, what are those little thongs on, or like uh, a yeah, 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 deer little, skin yeah. clothing, and <laughs> the kids. Yeah, they're the only kids at school with deer skin clothing. <laughs> they do <laughs> still go to school. They bring spears frequently. Just, it's like the trailer park kid. But yeah, much worse. They're dirty, but it's from like hunting. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get for lunch? Well, I have to go find it first. <laughs> Whatever I can catch. Is that rat still in class? Um, <laughs> Is that rat still skittering around He's here? outside in a trash can fire kebabbing a rat. <laughs> Ew. Got to come in now. We got to do geography. Dad, can you get a job? Because I smell like cooked rat, and Jenny does not want to go to hoop coming with me. 
Um, do you want to say the one thing that happened? Uh, so he's living in a shack down by the river. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's just so silly. And it's also sad if it's true. Like, it's... That <laughs> was his life. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, <laughs> yeah, silly, silly sentence. But he's still, he's still. <laughs> to us, it's a silly yeah. sentence. To him, it's, it's his life. life. It's his life with his kids. That's hilarious. We're like, who lives in a shack by the river? He's like, me and my whole family, actually. <laughs> Catching fucking fish. We don't have any money and we have if to. If we're lucky. Yeah. If we're lucky, we catch fish. We don't eat. But he does work a little bit of jobs here and there. I think it's like he takes weird jobs and then it like it's homeless people can have jobs. Yeah, <laughs> they can clean not, the windows not the and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But okay. People who live on who sleep on the street can have a job. Yeah, I see what you mean. You know? Yeah, like in the pursuit they just of don't happiness. Have enough. Yeah, like in the movie <laughs> about homelessness. It's very yes. That's for I Charles. What ever happened to that guy? A <laughs> guy who hasn't kept up with Will Smith since <laughs> the pursuit of happiness. Um, it's 2008, right? I think it was 2018, because I was 14 when it came out. Okay. <laughs> oh God, he's fading. He's flying away. There's one thing. <coughs> there's one thing that happens with James uh, Richard. Sorry, sorry. That turns the public opinion against him. Do you remember that thing where yeah, he's like shooting out the? And this happened like when he chase. was a prohibition officer. I think right? this is probably when he's a prohibition officer. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I guess it would be. Because there was also something that was saying, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Is like, is he when fired? Is this? Yeah. Was he fired? Well, regardless, there's one thing that kind of sours the town's opinion yeah. on him at some point before he, uh, before the next chapter of his life. He allegedly killed somebody. He, he was, was in a car chase. Yes. That involved shooting a guy in the back of the head. An accident. Well, they, yeah, they were going for the tires and they really hit a pothole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> there goes his whole head. Um, the sad thing is that the guy they were chasing wasn't even a bootlegger. He was just a drinker. Yeah, he just like stopped at somebody's house to get a beer. Or whatever. And uh, got freaked out when the police got behind him. Uh, and so then they... Yeah, it turns out the guy was a veteran. It was all very sad. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently he only killed that one guy. If yes. he did kill him. I think anyone. he was slapping everybody and then he was... And also he wasn't... But So when he killed that guy, the town turned on him and they hated him. But then he went to trial and he was found not guilty. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't hate him that much. No. Okay. Well, then the town hated him more, I think, because they were angry at the verdict. It was a little OJ moment. Ooh. Yeah. There's also one point in his career that's kind of like the highlight of his career when his reputation is at its highest, right? When he's like, there was like a siege going on. Yeah, he was so respected and also probably feared by anybody who was on the opposite side of him. Yeah. Um, there was one As day, a prohibition officer. Yeah. Uh, one day, there was a man in town who shot his wife. I don't think she was dead because she he boarded up his house and kept her hostage. And then oh, the police surrounded the house and they were like, put your hands up. And <laughs> come. That's how they talked back then. I don't know if you know. Put your hands up. And you got you to put your your front <laughs> of your mouth for, more forward than the back of your mouth. It's called Nebraska Umbershire. <laughs> um, what a word. Umbershire? What is that? That's the, the, the formation of your mouth to play an instrument. Wow. So the saxophonist, they're not, you go... And that's how you do. Surprising, surprising me every day with new tidbits. Mouth. I knew I picked a good co-host. All right. <laughs> you know when you hear a saxophone changes beats? It's them going. Oh. You really just kind of link us in the saxophone. <laughs> no wonder you kept Heather around yeah. so long. 
Just playing the sax down yeah, there. Yeah, just playing uh, hot I cross buns. I never want to lick again. <laughs> this dusty <laughs> tongue has got no stamina. Um, nice. So the police and the guy oh, yeah, boards, the his, boards his house up and they're like, "Put your hands up and come <laughs> out." And he right. goes, "Anybody that comes up to my house is getting shot in the head." And then any of the cops that went up to the house, they got shot at. And then Richard Two Guns Hart shows up and they just get over the loudspeaker and they go. <laughs> Richard Two Gun Hart is here, and then the guy comes out with his hands up. Crazy. That's how much he was feared. Yeah. Well respected. It's crazy also that his name is Two Gun Hart, and he just slaps people. <laughs> it shouldn't be. They should have said like heavy hand heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy nice. handed heart. Ham fisted heart. Yeah. Whoa. Two hands. Two hands heart. heart. Yeah. Two hands heart. Yeah, that's, that's kind of nice. cool too, Mr. Hands Hart. Because then you know where you what you're getting. Yeah, you're getting two. Everyone's hands. looking at the pistol. He's like, "Gotcha, bitch!" Wow, <laughs> yeah, th- that's true. Maybe Gives that you the slap chop. Remember the slap chop? Yeah. Hi, it's Vince with slap chop. Yeah, <laughs> and the sham wow. The slap chop. Did you ever hear the slam chop? Uh, the slap chop remix. It's like a song. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Didn't that guy get arrested? I think it was. Was it? Yeah, same I think he like beat he up like a prostitute. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't shamwell that up. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't, couldn't slap chop her up. Couldn't sl- so. <laughs> now the victim was found in pieces and bags. Reportedly, had been slap chopped to pieces. You're gonna love my nuts. That song. <laughs> you're gonna love my nuts. The remix was doing that part over and over again. You're gonna love my nuts. You're gonna love my nuts. Shamwell, I can't believe I'm going to prison for life. <laughs> Uh, so Frank's, oh yeah, so that's, uh, um, James, that's James is like, that's the height of James is when his name just inspires people to give up. Yeah. And then his fall is when he kind of maybe kills a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you live and you learn. You live? And, uh, he's fired, he's jobless, he's living in a shack down by the river, fishing and, uh, out fish for his family. Now we're going to switch, but I got to pee. Oh yeah, you got to pee. Yeah, so we got so now we have Richard Hart being the prohibition cowboy that he is. This is the same time that the Capones are in Chicago and taking over. They're at the top, right? The Capones are the best gangsters, and then we have Salvatore and Raphael all lived in the same house for Torio. It was the crime house. I'm sure they were uh, making videos. I can't like read it. My yeah, making videos for YouTube. It's like a content house. Yeah, this is the crime house. Yeah, they're yeah they're just teaching each other how to torture <laughs> victims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to snap back into the 1920s. Prohibition's hot. We got the Prohibition Cowboy. He's the best in the country, but he's the worst at paperwork. We got the Capones on the rise in Chicago. We got the brutal accidental murder of Salvatore Frank Capone. They're all living in the same house for. It's not an accidental murder. It apparently was an accidental murder, but uh, you know. I don't know about that. Yeah, we don't know. But Frank gets shot at the height of the Capones. Al Capone has the funeral. He buys all these flowers for his brother, and then he starts thinking about his family. And he goes, "You know what? I just lost one brother. Yeah. I wonder where my long lost brother may be." <laughs> he puts an ad out in the paper that's like, "Vincenzo, please come home. We love you. And if you're my brother." Come through to Cicero. <laughs> and if you're Mexican, maybe figure out how to do an Italian accent. Okay. Parentheses, read in Italian accent. 
That was that was the best I could do. <laughs> that was the best I could do, it's brother. The guy reading him the news. I'm so, sorry. I tried to read it to you best I could, but they're, they're telling whoever's Al's brother to go over to Cicero. Come through. Come through. And so many people came out. Yeah, I mean, a it lot. It was like yeah. looking for the like people forging the golden ticket. Everyone's lining up to be like, I'm your brother. Please insert me into your profitable Make underworld business. Make me a scapone. Make me a scapone, you know. And what? Make me a scapone, you know. Oh, scapone. <laughs> I'm really doing a lot over here. Mayor of Scapone. I'm really lifting a lot of the heavy work. Okay. Scapone heavy lifting. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it's crazy that he puts out an ad in the paper to be like, see, where's my real brother? Yeah. Anyone seen him? Which, by the way, quick bit, I think it'd be pretty hard to be a blind gangster because everyone's always like, see? <laughs> I can't see. No, so, uh, it's just figurative. See? So, no, no. Uh, you see, that that's offensive. Yeah. So, the plan. All right, you got to look at him with your eyeballs. All right, now see what that was? That was He's fucked doing up. this on purpose. That was fucked yeah. up. Anybody else hear that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now you have to hear. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a gangster. If you want to be a mobster, you got to hear. Well, the that all inclusive mobster <laughs> gang. <laughs> yeah. He uh, fell apart pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Helen Kellers. A lot of infighting. The Eastside Keller gang. <laughs> The no, the five nonsenses <laughs> gang. <laughs> um, so Al puts a, a letter out in the paper and is like, please, my brother, come home. My heart is broken. Little does he know that his brother is basically the Al Capone of the prohibition side. Simultaneously, he learns about Richard Hart, who is James Capone, uh, and learns about this guy who can't be bought off because he realizes Al Capone that the quickest way to get from Kansas City to Sioux City, this guy has an interstate empire. Yeah. He's he's shipping outside of Chicago, outside of Cicero to like, you know, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, like all throughout there. Uh, the best way to get from point A to point B, Sioux City to Kansas, is through Homer, Nebraska, mm-hmm. where our two-gun, you know, two-hand slapping boy, Kevin, Kevin Hart is. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they realized... I heard they had to drive right by a shack by the river. <laughs> yeah, they did. But you see the limos driving by the shack. Damn. What is that? A bearded Richard Hart. <laughs> Alcohol. I must stop it. So Rich, So James takes the bait, goes to Chicago. Um, by taking the bait, I mean looks at the paper that has been circulating of like, where's my brother? I need the, my brother. Goes to Chicago. A- uh, Al asks him the question he's been asking everybody mm-hmm. to see whether he's his real brother. He goes, so uh, what did you drink as a child? See? See? And the answer was goat's milk, because I guess he had a condition that doctors Vincenzo, it is you. Uh, come here, you. And then I wonder. Squirt someone in the face with goat milk. <laughs> you love that, don't you? Just like we used to, huh? Just like when we were kids, when we were boys on the field, squirting goat milk at each other. Have a I, laugh. I just don't. Under, I mean, there had you think there was like a standoff moment? Because he appeared as Richard Two Guns Hart. You're Al Capone living in this mansion. Yeah, And then this white-capped cowboy with two pistols on <laughs> each side. That are gathering dust. Rides a horse They've up into your house. Used. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, their reporter friend met up with them uh, in 1924 and was like, uh, hey, shouldn't you arrest this man? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I will if every steps foot in Nebraska. Yeah, so he's still, that's how much blood is not thicker. Blood is thicker. Oh, well. Well, not at this point. Not thicker than state lines. Yeah, blood's not thicker than paper. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's not thicker, thicker than state lines. Yeah, than zip codes over here. Yeah. Because uh, Two Guns is like, look, if Al's ever in Nebraska, I don't care if you're my brother. I left you when you were eight. 
and I'll leave you in a cell now. Yeah. So they if make I gotta, and I won't do any paperwork. You'll be out in a jiffy. Yeah, you'll be on thirty minutes. It's a great process. I'm really re- bad at my job. It's a catch and release yeah. program I have going on here. Uh, it's just really the fun of the catch for me. I don't yeah, really care what really happens really, after I mean, that. You keep, do- you keep doing it because then I can keep catching you. <laughs> yeah, you I know. love it. You're a repeat offender. Uh, it's sport. It's the greatest game. So that's when they came to an agreement. Like we're gonna stay in our own, you know, territories. Uh, but apparently they visited each other. Like you'd see Al Capone randomly walking on yeah. an Indian reservation, Had and the Winnebago's home. like, "Is that Al Capone?" <laughs> like the they're and Al Capone's just like trying to learn. Like yeah, he's like trying to say, "Hey, you doing, Chris Is that Cross? Close? <laughs> you got Dallas slice around here? What? Yeah, <laughs> I'll show you how to make a pizza. He takes just like a bread. <laughs> uh, you're making the pizza all wrong." <laughs> You guys are making really bad pizza. <laughs> You're fucking up this pizza. Two guns. How you live out here with this <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty pizza? Jesus Christ. No sauce, no cheese. No deep dish. Come on. What is that? There's got to be a Portillo's here, right? There's got to be a James Portillo's <laughs> here. So, um, yeah, you'd see Al Capone just like hanging out at reservations that Richard worked on. What is that like now? That's like if you are at a uh, uh, a Benihana and you see like Kim <laughs> Kardashian. Like what? Or... No, yeah. somebody like if you, you think went to an a Indian Duncan, reservation is a Benihana. Of it, now? Well, I mean like a, a common area. No, you know it's like uh, working at a Benihana. It's like being <laughs> with the Indians. <laughs> I tell you, my school, my the true fans of the podcast, <laughs> the Indians. That there is a reason. Wonders. It's because they were overshadowed, and mm-hmm. Indians, it was like conflated with people from India. Mm-hmm. So they're overshadowed. The first overshadowed. First over, yeah. My community college was on an Indian reservation. I bet it was. It was. It's the only you one. You seem cursed. It's the only That's one. That's the reason for all your bad luck. It's yeah. the only one. Uh, probably is why. I'm, yeah, geez. That's when it all went downhill. Yikes. Yeah, I should never have cheated on runs with <laughs> <laughs> runs with grades. Runs with A's. <laughs> What's my Indian name? Cheats on neighbor. <laughs> cheats on wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Big Jim Cheats on wife. <laughs> It sounded Indian. <laughs> it did. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Hi. Hello. Oh. Oh. Hey. It's Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the peace pipe. What? <laughs> Who's there? Okay. <laughs> is it me? <laughs> no, it's not me. No, 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 no. Charles is just actively farting outside into the hallway. I hope a girl walks out. I do. Oh, man. Okay. So, Al and... Uh, oh, dude, that really stinks. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You, it's a, it's, it has like a grappling hook. Like, it sticks with you, and it, you pull it. You pull it behind you, and it comes to me. I'm sorry. It's okay. It greets me. <laughs> I should just let, shut the door on it. You, like, blow it in. You know, you all of it in <laughs> just <laughs> into your face. You might, you might be doing like a. <laughs> when I was a kid, my friend used to fart into water bottles, <laughs> like on Monday, and then you come over to his house on <laughs> Friday, <laughs> and he would be like, "Dude, does this smell weird?" <laughs> and he would just he'd hand you the water bottle, and then you'd go to smell, and you'd squeeze it, and just obliterate your face. With the four-day-old fart. Oh my God, <gasps> it's be, it's becoming something else in there. Oh yeah, it's evolving. <laughs> yeah, I think that was COVID. <laughs> it's, 
That's that's how umami taste was <laughs> discovered. You ever light your farts on fire? <laughs> no. I used to go over to my friend's house and we would just eat a bunch of licorice and wait to fart. You were a true boy. And yeah, growing up. Yeah, yeah. That was we had jackets that said that on the back. True boy. The true boys. <laughs> It's a good game. And then uh, you'd be on the couch playing Guitar Hero, and then you'd be like, I got one. And then you'd flip up, and your friend would put the lighter by your boxers and oh fart a flame. God. But I had a friend that Hideous. was too much of an asshole. <laughs> you put the flame too close to your butthole, and they <laughs> cinch your butthole, and you go, ow! And then he would laugh out of it, and you'd be in pain. Ooh. I know. That is pretty rude, actually. I know. You shouldn't singe another man's asshole without Never. his permission. I trusted you to get that close. Yeah. I mean, that's the most trust I think you can have in a person. <laughs> I think it with is. fire near your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I love you more. Than, I mean, that's true, brother. I mean, that's like when your best buddy gets shot on the battlefield. You know, that's like the same bond you should. It's like mm-hmm. it's as close as two men can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the morning. <laughs> so six years later, Charles, we're just gonna do the podcast. Yeah, let's man. just do it. The <laughs> it's one. Oh well, let's just. Do I it. knew it as I was leaving. I was like, we are gonna be here. All night. I think we've had a good. We pod. could never do a live app though. We could at this pace. We could. I know. We. I'm just. I'm making fun of the fact that I got here at uh, eight thirty, and it's our live events. People will be like, "Yeah, it's like fish." <laughs> well, we're almost done, it's guys. Jamming. It's cool. Sit down. Sit down, please. He farts. Sit down. All right. Let's get into it. Um. So six years later, after this agreement. This guy <laughs> gets out of a car in Lincoln, Nebraska, to rob a bank with Tommy guns. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone in the bank starts laughing. They're like, who would rob a bank in Lincoln, this shithole? Lincoln, Nebraska. They think it's a joke. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you think we're fucking kidding? They beat somebody up to show them that they're serious. So that's kind of harsh as the vibe. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What? Oh, God. Yeah, they just slapped that guy unconscious. (laughs) God, everyone slaps people now. I hate this new trend. (laughs) One year in the 1920s, <laughs> slapping was really in. So the bank manager himself strolls in at a leisurely 930 because that's what the big fat cats do. It's his birthday, apparently. So he thinks it's a prank. They have to beat him up to prove it's real. Got beat up on your birthday. Yeah, but I mean, imagine being these bank robbers. It's like, what do we have to do to get people scared of us? We're literally robbing your bank. Everyone thinks we're doing a crime theme flash mob. <laughs> we got to smack him up to let him know we're serious. Like, how many hits in do you think he was like, <laughs> come on, guys, this is so funny. Come on. It's like it's literally like your bit. Yeah. It's yeah, like, come yeah. on, where are the cameras? Where are the cameras? <laughs> that part doesn't hit. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Don't oh, ever thanks. throw that line I away. It. It's the um, best. So this was the biggest bank robbery uh, in history, aside from wartime when Saddam Hussein apparently robbed his own banks. Did you know that? I didn't know that until I listened to this. It was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. So Love history podcasts, huh? Aren't they good to listen to? They're good. They're great. Like ours. Yeah. But this was the largest bank robbery in the world, $2.7 million, which equates to $32 million USD 2022. How'd they get all that back? It's a lot of cash. That's like heavy. Isn't that fun when you learn that cash is heavy? Yeah. You kind of feel like an adult. You're like, yeah, not kids don't know that. Kids don't know. Kids don't know that fact. (laughs) But I know. Cash carries weight. Cash carries weight. It's bread. Brits heavy. So this bank robbery was going to ruin Nebraska. There was no FDIC. 
you know, this was the Great Depression. This is like when shit truly hits the fan. It's going to ruin everyone if this money is truly robbed. They drained the whole city of all of their money. Drained it. The money put all the, the this town put all their money, <laughs> all Nebraska's bank. money's in one bank. Like you're joking, right? This would be hilarious to rob this bank. It's so yeah. pivotal. It's yeah. so pivotal to our <laughs> regional economy. It would be a hoot if you guys were actually robbing this because this would ruin us. Real gas if you really want to get away with uh, deflating (laughs) all of Nebraska. (laughs) So finally, like, the bank robbery happens, and then it gets traced back to this guy, Fred Killer Burke, who was the lookout in the car. They apprehend him. They want him to finger the guy who organized it, the George Clooney of this ocean's Nebraska. But they're having difficulty, so in a roundabout way, they end up squeezing this guy to blackmail Al Capone. They're like, hey, your main guy here, your successor, he's going to do 20 years if you don't give the money back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I need Real. this money. I'm about to get fucked up. I think he has. I think he thought about it, but then he was like, no, I'm about to go to jail as well. Yeah. I need bail money. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry you got caught. And the only thing that had Al actually relent was Richard Two-Gun Hart, mm-hmm. who came to his brother and was like, look, man, we agreed to stay out of each other's territory. I just got fired. After trying to expose corruption on an Indian reservation, I'm bummed that that's happening. So I come back to Homer with my tail between my legs and my brother's goons have robbed the one bank in the state. <laughs> and so he's like, dude, just f- get out of here. Give the money back. Yeah. And the very last thing Al does before going to jail was give the money back to the bank. Reviving Nebraska of all of their Saves money. them. Saves Nebraska. I mean, that does, that's pretty cool of Al Capone <laughs> because he yeah. needed the money. And Richard, though, because he wasn't, he was like, dude, we got your main guy. He's going to jail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that hurts, but okay. I think it, I think <laughs> he went back to I so call. much, so much respect that Al had for him as a kid. It had to pull on like the past to make this kind of a decision. Yeah. Because he disappeared forever. Older brother. He this is your older brother asking. Yeah. You. He needs the money. He's going to jail. And now your older brother, who used to grow, uh, who used to take you to ride horses as a kid, with the ice and showing up, the icy hey, horses. Remember, the cubes. The cubes. Remember the cubes, Al. Remember what we talked about when it was just you, me, and the cubes. Yeah, I got a little something for you. <laughs> got some cubes here, Al. Some icy cubes. I remember the cubes. <laughs> you like the cubes? <laughs> Sugar and ice cubes. Oh yeah, it's all mixed in. There you go. Give me the money. It gives him $2.7 million. He's like, goons are behind him transferring the money. Puts a oat feed on Al Capone. There you go, buddy. There you go. There's a good young boy. Here's an apple for you. Al, don't. He's joking. (laughs) Al's joking. Snorky. Snorky. Snorky's going (laughs) to snork to death. So this fucking guy goes back to Nebraska, goes back to his fish hut. He's He's trying to survive. Try, probably invented pho. <laughs> Might have invented pho because he's like, we are fucked <laughs> we are if we don't get fucked. out of this shack. Does anybody have any hot water I can put this fish over? <laughs> so <laughs> he goes back to his family um, and ultimately reconciles with the Capones. Uh, with the Scapones. They all have a... I, almost everyone in the family is, like, happy to have him back. Richard walks in, apparently, and mo- the mom, Teresa, like, faints. Like, is like, oh, welcome home. Your yeah. family. She can't believe what she's seen. Right. And it's like he never did anything personally to them, actually. He didn't. It was just with Al's business. Like he didn't like disgrace the family name. He became like a law officer. Yes. That's just I as agree. good as becoming a gangster. 
Yeah. Says why not welcome him home? Do you think they would welcome? Well, the, the, yeah, I don't know what the sister didn't like that he was. There was better. only one person, but yeah. I don't know why. Mafalda. Mafalda. Ugliest name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, worst uh, opinion too. Yeah, Richard. Maybe the she man. just didn't know him. You know what it is? I bet. Yeah, the I bet she didn't know. Him. I bet the sister also just saw how sad the mom was. It's the only yeah. they're the only women in the family. She True. could probably really connect on like the maternal instinct of like a son leaving. But the mom so was thrilled that she was back. Oh, the yeah, leaving. but the years leaving. of pain. The years of pain. And now she's like, you just want to walk in here. Yeah. Fucking come back. Like, nothing happened. Make my mother faint in front of me. I, she's, my, she's not your mother anymore. You left her. Yeah. She didn't become your mother when you left her. <laughs> she stopped being your mother when you went away on the ferry, okay? And you probably are one, too, huh? Is that what yeah, you've been doing? Is that what you're doing? You fucking guys out in, in the circus? In Manbraska? Look, I... <laughs> Uh, so they, yeah, they, they started just becoming a family again, <laughs> which is crazy. They would have big family. So after he was a prohibition officer and all this stuff and busted bootleggers and probably Al's clients and partners, they would have big family reunions and cabins in Wisconsin that they owned. Um, they'd give him odd. I love this. They give him odd little jobs like handyman jobs. Yeah. Like he what like he did when we he got first some wallpaper that needs hanging like pre-town. Come Marshall. on, two guns. <laughs> right. Use those guns to yeah. smooth out that wallpaper, huh? How about you slap this paper to the wall, huh? Uh, he would always go up to them, and he'd come back home with wads of cash. Yeah. He'd buy suits, hats, all kinds, you know, he's putting spinners on a horse. <laughs> he, they're like, how'd you get 10 grand? He's braiding his horse he's in cornrows. Like, I painted a bench. His horse is a grill. <laughs> yeah, but he comes back, and they're like, how do you have all this money? And he's like, I erected an outdoor shower. I swept the garage. <laughs> My family gave I me ten thousand dollars. I rake the leaves. <laughs> um, and uh, unf- I mean, not unfortunately, understandably, uh, he be well. I don't know about this. He becomes kind of a dick. Apparently, mm-hmm. he becomes a wealthy like old asshole. Yeah. <laughs> in his well, it's probably because the town turned on him. Everybody, yeah, the law, which also meant his like coworkers, the the people. He loved his job. It was like his whole thing. And it's like, why would you turn on him if you're getting arrested by him? You're out soon. Nobody helped him. Nobody saw him living in a shack down by the river with yeah. his feral kids and was like, hey, you want a meal tonight? <laughs> Nobody helped him. Yep. And Until all he wanted to do was he serve his community. His, I know, and his community didn't want to serve him. Well. Maybe maybe they respected him. Maybe people on the reservation helped him. Yeah, they could yeah, have helped yeah. Him. But like his, uh, you know, his fellow law enforcement people. I think after the shooting, everybody was out on him. <laughs> oh, you're still talking about Richard? We are so out on Richard. Yeah, we don't care about him anymore. He Two guns, no hun. <laughs> he lives in the shack down by the river. Ew. <laughs> in a word, guys. <laughs> He's like stinky, like fish. His son. Uh, I think he talks to seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if this is the right move, but I guess it is. Richard uh, also tells his family that he's a Capone, which yeah. is still under wraps. It's still secret because he hasn't revealed this publicly. It's like he's just coming back with all this cash. Where'd you get it? What's happening? And then uh, he tells his wife, he's like, hey, this is what all this money is. I'm actually a Capone. And uh, apparently they were kind of standoffish, but some of the teens didn't care. It seemed like the kids didn't care, but the family was like, I'm assuming the wife, the dad, and other in-laws were kind of like, whoa, you're a Capone? Right. Because it's kind of like... Good booze, I guess. What? Good booze. Thank you for the booze. It's strange that they were standoffish because they all seemed like they drank, uh, but maybe they were just... It, it, fe- it feels like... I think it's just because he be tur- became this different guy. This rich, yeah, old asshole. And then it was he became a slimy guy, and then he was a Capone. And you're like, oh, you're not who we thought you were. 
Yeah, you're a slimy I think so. Capone. Money changed him a you little pig. bit for briefly. He, yeah, you fucking, you fucking pig. <laughs> you prosciutto munching. Yeah, you fucking. They just go so yeah. Italian racist on him. You fucking Put galamata son of a. You galamata sucking. You margarita pizza. <laughs> Why I oughta who I'm <laughs> walking here. <laughs> you bruschetto bitch. You mozzarella munching. You rigatoni tod. Alright. <laughs> you linguini licking. <laughs> <laughs> you bene alla vodka fucking you son of a bitch. Bene alla vodka. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, he becomes a shitty person. They're like, you're a Capone. You're a dirtbag. You were always a dick. I always hated you. Fuck you. Fuck I your know. brother. Wow. I wish you never saved me. <laughs> I wish you never saved me from the flash flood. Uh, I no, They're not that harsh, but it's like still like uh, they're like, what? And then because he's also bragging about this. Fuck you. I'm rich now money. And then <laughs> you want to say what happens to him next? Well, what happens to him? He's a he's a, he's a braggart all around town. He's a blowhard. He's flashing his cash. And then one night walking around with a cape. Yeah. <laughs> A gold cape. A crown made of diamonds. I'm sick of this guy's fucking horse. <laughs> a horse with gold teeth and a crown made of diamonds. Yeah. He's got the nicest horse in town. He still lives by a shack on the river out of pride. <laughs> He's at the bar flashing cash, making it rain, <laughs> buying a beer for everybody, then arresting him. <laughs> and then... <f> <laughs> okay. fueling his own pleasure. He gets us every time. He says he's done. He offers us around, and then he arrests everybody oh in the goddamn bar. I'm so <laughs> sick of this piece of so shit. Funny. This linguini like has got to go. <laughs> Jesus, well, they're Christ. also we're also Italian. Yeah. <laughs> everybody in this is from New Jersey. This piece piece of shit. Uh, so many transplants in Nebraska. You know what? I'm getting sick of. <laughs> um, but he's in a bar, he's being a cocky son of a bitch, and then he talks to the wrong guys, and they gang up on him and beat the shit out of him to the point where he goes half blind. They blind him in one eye. <laughs> it's a eye. blinding beating. They probably take his own method, and they go, you know, you slap open hand, we're going to close fist your eye socket. Going to be Frank eye patch heart. <laughs> I want you to sleep well tonight. How about you put on this slap apnea mask? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you change your name from two guns to astigmatism. <laughs> One eyes. Okay, anyway. You're not going to be seeing so good. Frank Cyclops heart. So then he's like, oh, oh, hey, hey, I'm then not that rich. I'm not that rich. Yes. I'm not that rich. Then he starts to be a little more calm, and he's yeah. like, okay, I can get my ass beat now. At a certain point <laughs> in the late 30s. I've reached ass beatability. I've reached ass beatability. Yeah, he never really had that. Yeah. He never got, at, like, beat. That's the worst he's I ever been I wonder if he let out an Indian life. cry while he was, uh, for re reinforcement, when he was getting his <laughs> ass beat, if he's... If he's summoning any wolves. Like, <laughs> like one deer's like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Goes back to eating a berry. <sighs> that fucking guy. I thought that was him. <laughs> one wolf's like, do I? Uh, should we go? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought I heard. <laughs> you always think you hear. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a herd. Get back to base. Get back to base, <laughs> Jeff. Get a wolf. Stop trying to load wolf it out here. We ran in a pack. That was one wolf, and he died. Remember that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, this guy's okay. beat. He's a little humble. He's, yeah. you know, he can't see. He's becoming fat and old <laughs> and rich. 
And, and then now we get into the, uh, at a certain point in the late 30s, maybe the 40s, the Capones are now finally being charged with tax fraud, and they call upon James to come and testify that he owns the cabins that they all go and have reunions at because they can't own the cabins as the Capones. Capone... Gonna cause tax problems. Yeah, gonna cause a little bit of problems in Caparadise. No problems. Two Guns decides that he is going to stick up for the Capone family. His town is turned on him. His family's a little standoffish. The Capones have given him a lot of money. And he goes, you know what? Blood is finally thicker than water. He goes to court. He lies. He perjures himself. He says that he does own the cabin. It's crazy. And I don't, it is wild that he, what he, I mean. He lies and that's like a federal crime. Yeah. That he commits. I, I wonder if he ever looked in a mirror again after that. <laughs> probably hated himself. Probably couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah, he probably couldn't see either way. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to look at himself yeah. anymore. The time for self-reflecting is over. Nice. Add that in, Jamie. In, Jamie. <laughs> I wish I had a Jamie. But it doesn't, the Capones still go to jail. Uh, oh, oh, do they? Does he? I think they, I don't know if they, I mean. I, I mean, think I think he helps them out. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell. Yeah, <coughs> I don't know whether. Yeah, I think it helped. I think the lie did help to okay. an extent. Probably lessen the sentence a little bit. Let me just. Did you hit it? Yeah, and now it's re- recording again. Oh, okay, cool. Trust me. Great. Trust me. <laughs> Damn. Love the old pod. <laughs> the old pod we jived. The old pod was good. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard. Twenty episodes in, man. The old pod. Remember episode four? <laughs> We really had something. We could really honestly take those off and put them on the Patreon. I might do that. Okay. Um, you're like, get me the fuck out of here. Who knows? No, they need some apps, though. To okay, I can do that. To, to like. You leave them on. Fine. Uh, they're just so low quality audio-wise. Anyway, so he perjures himself in court. It probably lessens the sentence. Probably doesn't, you know, it doesn't save the Capones. No. And he does lie under oath. So, you know, it's... Eventually, Richard doesn't change the Capone's ways. The Capone's change him. Yeah. He wow. comes back into the fold. Yeah, Come I guess on, he Richie does. boy. But for good reason. For good reason. I mean, hey, but your family takes care of us. Yeah. You know who doesn't? The lawman. Who stuffs your tummy full of pasta? <laughs> the Capone's. You, mommy. You, mommy. <laughs> you, mommy. Mommy. <laughs> Eating pasta crying. <laughs> you, Teresa. Sucking pasta out of her tit. Me llamo. She's just coming out. <laughs> One long string. <laughs> Spiral angel hair. <laughs> never ending pasta tit. I forgot. Why would I ever leave a never ending pasta tit? I forgot, mommy. About your pasta bosoms. Mommy. <laughs> we gotta cut it. We gotta cut it there. Getting too hard, too fast. Oh God! I feel like I feel like Richard. I can't see. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the podcast, folks. <laughs> that's got to be it. It's so late, and uh, 
You know, we wrapped it he up. He dies, all right? He dies. <laughs> he fucking dies. <laughs> He's like, look, he, he just dies. He, he, he ate fish from a river it. and then he died. Okay. What else do you want? It's over. Okay. It's over, man. He died. The episode's over. You listened to it, okay? You did it. <sighs> oh, my God. But, yeah, man, I mean, overall, this guy's a weirdo. He's <laughs> the weirdest guy. <laughs> He's a weird guy. I mean, Al Capone kind of just be- became... Al Capone was, like, on the straight and narrow compared yeah. to this dude. This <laughs> dude wandered. He lived lives. Multiple lives. In disguise <laughs> and out of disguise. <laughs> like as He was always living a lie, but then he became the most famous prohibition officer what a crazy life yeah he blew into town first of all let's recap let's do a little he recap he leaves the family of the most notorious most notorious most notorious <laughs> shit that's a good i'd say that counts most notorious in most terms of my rap group names add it to the list fans rap I group heard names. A, is i heard the your bread's really known around here yeah you could say it's a toast story okay <laughs> All right, so this guy <laughs> leaves the yeah. most notorious uh-huh. mobster family at the age of 16, joins the circus, serves, right. in, w- yeah. serves in World War One, blows into town hoping to be a sheriff. Also manages to avoid the consequences of World War One. goes to World War One the right way, not <laughs> as a circus, but as a soldier. If there's one way to do war wrong, it's as a circus. It's as a circus. You don't want to be out there like a bunch of monkeys, just getting shot at. Yeah. You know, you're throwing your shit at them, that does nothing. Just angers them. Just angers them. The men with bullets. harder. (laughs) They're thrusting when they shoot. (laughs) So he's in the military. Uh, He comes back. He gets decorated by General Pershing. Yeah. That's crazy. Gets a high wreck for Nebraska, you know, two thumbs up. Comes into town off a train hoping to be the sheriff in town and eventually becomes the sheriff in town. (laughs) Uh, flood. Uh, he meets his wife through a flood. Says he's Italian and Mexican, and everybody believes him. Uh huh. Becomes the yeah. Becomes, becomes one of the most famous prohibition officers in and the then U.S. The most respected agent of the Bureau of Indian Affairs exposes corruption. Learns the languages. Really gets in with the tribes. Implements yeah. a self-policing, community-based enforcement system. Way ahead of his time. This is the lives of 50 men. <laughs> right. And we're not even done. Who cares about two and a half men? Yeah. It's, it's two gun for me. Yeah. So we're at... S- we're okay. two gun men. <laughs> <laughs> People just cross out two of the letters. Two gay men. That's what you are. <laughs> fuck. They hate crime our shirts, man. All of our shirts. <laughs> Why are all of them like this? should have kept them in the Bank of Nebraska. Did the printer do this? <laughs> He hacked a printer. So what else did he do? He did. He exposed everybody at the top. He got fired. Right. He also provided he went for to his family. Right. No. Off of through fish. Catching fish from the Nebraska River. <laughs> he once lived by a river in a shack with his family. Not the time in your life to live in a shack. No. That's a bachelor move. Bachelor move, dude. If you're going to live down by the river in a <laughs> shack, shack, you better be You want to be a single, single. man. You want to be an eligible bachelor. I don't even think that's an eligible bachelor. You're an ineligible <laughs> bachelor. If you live in a shack down by the river catching fish, 
Unless you really make it, I don't know. I feel like some Brooklyn ladies, yeah, you know, would love south of Metropolitan that. Avenue might yeah, be into that. for sure, for sure. <laughs> so then what did he do? I he love how you catch fish down by the he river. He was fired. He was poor. He meets back up with Al Capone after his brother, famous brother Al Capone. Don't forget about him. Puts out an ad for his brother. <laughs> puts out a brother ad. <laughs> you know the brother ads that you see all the time. Anybody seen him? <laughs> <laughs> I have a secret question only he'll know the answer to. It's the medicine he drank when he yeah. was a kid. So that all really happens. Al Capone's on the back of cereal boxes. Have you seen my brother? Right. If you think you're my brother, please come to 301. Gives away his address. Right, in Cicero. Thousands, li- thousands millions line <laughs> up. What am I talking about? Billions of people are there. <laughs> and they're claiming to be his brother. That's not working. No. Nope. You know, no one knows the Al secret answer. Al probably has given up. Yeah, Al's given up hope. And then suddenly Richard... Two gun comes comes in guns blazing. I'm your real brother. Listen, Al. Listen, Al. It's me, Vincenzo. <laughs> How you been? How you been, brother? You still a fucking goomba? You guys got any uh any tobacco here? I'm trying to quit dipping. You guys right got now. any calamala? Calamala? Sure water bottle I could spit into. What's your question, buddy? I'll answer it for you. <laughs> I, I'm your brother. I can guarantee it. Say, uh, two guns. Yeah. How many stills you you busted when you was a prohibition officer? Well, I'd say, I mean, at least over 3,500. So the ways I see it, see, is that you owe me a drink. How would you see it like that? Two guns? <laughs> Are you drunk now? <laughs> I've, uh, I've never touched the stuff. You seem, you seem off. Uh, no, it's just, uh... How I operate. See what I'm talking and then how you're talking? Yeah, you talk like a sp- like a wop. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said sp- <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's going to be a fun bleep. Uh, so he reunites with Al Capone, agrees to have separate territories. Uh, also, this is later in his life, after the shack, after the river, after the prohibition officer, after the Bureau of Indian Affairs, wow. after being in the circus, after being in World War One, He reverses the biggest bank robbery in the world. Wow. <laughs> he reverses it by talking to his brother he Al Capone. He pulls an Uno card out on Al Capone. <laughs> he goes, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Saves the Nebraska economy. And then... And then becomes and then a he, shithead. Oh, then he becomes a rich shithead. Walking around with canes, hitting kids. You know, A cane with a live squid in it. You know, throwing change. Go get it. Oh, where's he from now? Liverpool? Yes, well, you know, with, with wealth comes the voice. Comes British accent. Comes British. Um... Then he gets beat almost uh, fully blind, only half blind. Thank God. Levels out a little bit. Thank God for that beating. Perjures himself, proving that he was a Capone the whole time, and uh, reverses his loyalty, his once strong-held loyalty for the law. And he's like, fuck it. When you hear your family, I'm fucking, I'm a Capone through and through. And so, uh, yeah, that was the life of Richard Two-Gun Hart. Died of a heart attack, I think, right? Two-Gun Heart Attack. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he died kind of looking like um, Jabba. Yeah. Little, I mean, like, look up a picture of Richard. We can maybe post one. He's uh, he's looking old and he's oozing. He looks like yeah. he's melting. And I mean, but he lived a thousand lives. I mean, he should look he like that. He lived one of the most interesting lives in world history. Yeah, I'm so happy I learned about this guy. Me they too. should make a movie about this. Yeah, definitely. I even, it might have to be a trilogy or something. Yeah, the heart father. <laughs> Die heart. Die heart. <laughs> There we go. It's the same movie, just with the reanimated corpse of William S. Hart, <laughs> who is now <laughs> 200 years old. And does his own stunts. He has to. Mm-hmm.
Um, so yeah, that was the pod, guys. Thank you for listening. We are going to do a Patreon up about Al Capone. Um, I have some more stuff too about different. Uh, we might want to do a Patreon up about gang names. There was a lot of silly gang. I'm going to tell you one little thing just to tease this for the Patreon to see if anyone is interested in this um, and hearing about this. There's so many gangs, uh, like the Brooklyn Rippers, the Dead Rabbits, the Hudson Dusters, the Huayos, the Murder Incorporated, which is the rap label I'm signed to. <laughs> um, but Murder Incorporated was what the press called the enforcement arm of the mafia. Oh. So like anyone, you know, any murderings would, oh, that's Murder, mur- murder Inc., it was mainly Italian and Jewish people who were employed at Murder Inc. Uh, so if you shy, saw, saw a guy with a big schnoz back then, you didn't mess with him. <laughs> the body count was like five to 10,000 over 20 years. Wow. Uh, which is a lot. Uh, but the Bowery Boys, huh, every yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, us. The Bowery us. Boys, guys, come out to Freestyle Comedy every Tuesday and Friday if you're in New York City. And follow us on Instagram at Zach Russell Comedy at Charles underscore Angle E N G L E. Please follow the podcast Overshadowed underscore Podcast. We're gonna do a little post credits teasing the Bowery Boys. Uh, follow us on Instagram, YouTube. Please tell your friends. We release full videos on YouTube if we can. I'm still tweaking that. Um, and please, we got bonus episodes on the Patreon, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do more stuff. We might watch Gangs in New York and just like put us watching it and commenting on it on the Patreon because uh, I love this time period. Oh, it's very it's interesting. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like, so much weird shit So many things were happening. Good and bad. Yeah. Um, so do all that. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Um, but every, fr- every Tuesday you can see us uh, at the Bowery Electric. Me, you, Santiago, a.k.a. the Bowery Boys. The Bowery, in contrast with one of the worst city slums in the United States, the Five Points, where Al Capone is from, the Bowery was a more prosperous working class community. So this was like kind of the rich kids who wanted to be in the gang. And uh, (coughs) the majority of the Bowery boys otherwise led law-abiding lives outside of their involvement in the gang. So it was kind of like a fight club thing. The gang was made up exclusively of volunteer firemen. Whoa. And they would fight rival fire companies over who would extinguish a fire. It's fun. They're it is fun. fun. It is fun. They're having fun. So there's a lot of other gangs and a lot of other weird shit like this. Uh, so if you guys would like to hear about that, please let me know. Uh, just DM the podcast, email us, whatever. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Charles, what else you got to say? I think that's it. If you can, please listen, spread the word, leave a review, a positive one. We only have one YouTube comment right now, and it's about <laughs> somebody requesting us to fart so hard. He's and I can fulfill that wish. <laughs> I don't want you if to. If he is on Make-A-Wish, <laughs> I can show up and light this guy's life up. I have, I mean, the farts that I have right now aren't even that bad, and they're ruining Zach's eyebrows. But yeah, other than I, that, I have a lot to spare, but yeah, they are thinning. Yeah, you. Uh, but please leave a leave a good review. Just spread the word about the pod. We have a lot. Thank you, everybody who has been messaging us about the podcast. Yeah, it's very nice. Like please keep those up. It. It's been very good. And then uh, we're gonna have clips and reels. And check us out and like and subscribe. And then uh, please come to a live show if you're in New York. Again. And also, we'll be on the road a little bit. You know. Yeah. Like you're going to be in Arizona. I was mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. Hopefully, we'll be traveling. I a think little we'll. Bit more. I think so by the end of yeah. If you want to come see us live, you know, hit us up on our private Instagrams, or you can, you know, or message get the together pod. an email list, message the pod, yeah, whatever you want to do. Hell well, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. It's one twenty-two a.m.